Welcome back to the Direct-to-Video Connoisseur podcast. It's Matt here, as always, and uh, actually, I'm kind of surprised. I'm, I'm, I'm doing pretty good at like keeping like a good like rhythm of actually getting podcasts done because I know we, we went on heights for that for a while. The blog itself is a little bit different, but um, but but yeah. So we're, we're another podcast episode here, and uh, we have uh, two guests who are no stranger to the DTVC podcast. Uh, I've got uh, Brett and Ty from Comeuppance Reviews. Welcome back, guys. Hey. Hello. Happy to be back. We're back once again. We're basically your co-hosts. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes, I was, I was going to try to, I, I think I was trying to count how many times you guys have been on and realized I was missing, like I was like losing track. Or like I, I was like, oh no, that's right. You guys did this one too. And then so, uh, yeah, so whatever the number is, it's the most of all time. <laughs> well, we were honored, you know, yeah, thank thanks. you. Thanks for having us on over and over again. And you'll be on very soon for uh, Don the Dragon Wilson. Yes, which is exciting. I know. I'm, I'm excited to, 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 to dig into to, to the Dragon's uh, filmography. <laughs> nice. Yes. And, and I think today's episode, um, you know, because thinking about when I was on, on your, your episode the last time we were talking about meatheads, um, <laughs> you know, I, I think this episode we're going to do today has, a tenet, has, has the possibility to go in those kind of fun directions. Um, not that I'm casting any aspersions on our, on, on our topic, on, our, on the, the subject of, the, of this episode, but I have a feeling we might have some of those nice... Uh, funny digressions that we had in the, the Beathead podcast that I was on for your show. Well, let's hope. I, I'm hope, I hope so. I bet it will be. It'll be a lot, it's it's going to be a lot of fun because we got the great subject of... <laughs> We've got Mr. Wings Hauser. We're doing Wings Hauser today. So, you know, I, I think, you know, Wings Hauser is one of those guys that... Um, it, you know, one of the funny things I was thinking about with him is that, like, because you know how right now with, with the way politics are, you've got your your Hollywood... Uh, or you've got your, you, you know, you've got your actors and... and, and talent who are very left and you know um you know maybe like you know birdie bros or something like that <laughs> and then you've got you know the real trumpers the ones that are on the far right that are like posting you know tweets that that twitter has to put warnings about because they might be misleading people about the election and that kind of thing um and the funny thing i was thinking about with wings hauser is he could be either side of that aisle and either one would be extremely believable and like would make total sense. I think that's that's kind of how Wings is. He's like a total wild card when it comes to acting. What's really funny about that is that he was part of his own misinformation. Remember, he died in quotes a couple <laughs> yes. months ago. That's right. <laughs> yeah, there was that rumor going around yeah. that he had passed away, and I think he had to come out. I mean, I don't know if he's a big, you know, presence on social media, but he had to come out and say, "Hey, guys, I- I'm not dead." You know, so <laughs> I'm not dead, bro. It's- <laughs> 
And, and I mean, that's another thing, too, with Wings, right, is that, like, it's just as believable that he would have this kind of, like, hard-living, fast lifestyle where he's maybe even doing drugs, maybe not doing drugs, but maybe eating a lot of, like, steak and, you know, like, <laughs> drinking whiskey with a beer back. and Like, you could, you could see that. Or you could also see him as this guy who's, like, goes to, like, co-ops in California to get, like, fresh steel-cut oats to make his, his you know, his healthy <laughs> breakfast. Like, it, like, again, with Wings, like, you just would never know, like, what, if he's, you know, if, he, if he's someone who would die early, you know, die younger, or someone who could live to be 100. Yeah, I, I agree with that, but it's funny because I tend to see him as sort of like the wild man of DTV. I mean, maybe he's calmed down in recent years, and my guess is he probably has, but... Basically, I I view him as sort of like the wild the wild card of of DTV. You know, he's he's always doing something interesting. He's always kind of doing things his own way. He's could be flying off the handle and just kind of doing things the wings way. And that's kind of how I view him. I mean, rightly or wrongly, that's kind of how I see him. That's how I live my life, the wings way. <laughs> when I could be like a series of you know instructional videos. Yeah. Um, oh, that'd be great. You could host it. Yeah. <laughs> I think Welcome like, to the Wings Way. I'm Wings Houser. I was going to say, in the 70s or 80s, I think according to either his IMDb or his Wikipedia page, he had started his own, like, I don't know if it was his own band or, like, he was – but but it was, like – I think it was called Wings Living Right or something like that. So <laughs> that might be the name of the show, Wings Living Right. Oh, I, I well, love that. Well, he did have a music career. Right. And he did release, I believe, one album in the 80s. And I can check into that as you guys talk, but he he was more than just an actor. Right. I think that was the one that was like either the album or like his stage name was Wings Living Right. <laughs> as if as if Wings isn't unusual enough. He added Living Right. So it's like Slim Good Body. Right, exactly. I think it's all one word too. I think it's Living Right, and I think it like might may even be R I T E. Um, oh, that's how you spell right the correct the right way. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'm looking on Discogs now to look okay. up his musical career. And um, yeah, Alias Wings. We kept the wings, but Living Right, L-I-V-I-N-R-Y-T-E. Oh, right. Uh, Y-T-E. Oh, another like, great spelling. Yes. But um, yeah, he apparently was involved in a band called Vision of Sunshine hmm. in 1970. Have you heard of them? Or no? He never released an album under his own name, but he was in a band. I believe that's the name of the band. It's called Vision of Sunshine. Wow. Yeah. I mean, this stuff is, I mean, it, it, it's like, it makes complete sense, right? Like you could see him like with his guitar and sunglasses and his wild hair, just like, you know, playing a harmonica and guitar and all of that stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Especially in 1970 when the album came out and that was you know, kind of a time of folk rock and soft rock, and that and the band's called A Vision of Sunshine. So I, I without <laughs> having heard it, I, I do kind of imagine that kind of, like, that sort of sound, which is funny because in the 80s, you'd think he'd be more like a hard rock band. <laughs> right. And, and it's interesting, too, because you, you, you're mentioning that time period. Um, I have to double-check his IMDb, but I thought there's, like, a gap in, in, in his films between, like, 67 and, like, the early 70s. And I always attributed to that because I think he was he he fought in World War. Eh, it's not in World War II. He, was, he, was too old for, <laughs> he fought in, uh, in in Vietnam. Um, and so I I always attributed that break in time to to that period. But um, I wonder if uh, that he was actually doing a music career, like he was taking time off from, 
movies to do that as well. You never know with, with wings. It seems likely because, yeah, I'm, looked, I'm checking now and it does seem that there is a gap between its very first appearance in 1967 and then there's nothing until 1975 when oh, he was wow. on an episode of Canon. So, <laughs> I, awesome. so Canon. Yeah, in that time, it was kind of like, you know, uh, wings on the run. Not to be confused with band on the run by wings. But oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they I named mean, that band after Wingshauser. Right. Well, Wingshauser did come first. Right. Exactly. One of the jokes I think somebody made on Twitter one time is that Wings is like in this person's top two plural first names with Powers Booth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's funny. I wonder if they're ever in a movie together. Powers yeah, and Wings. It. <laughs> that would be great. They could call it plural. And so, yeah. There are two no. cops on the edge. They're just busting heads. Well, apparently he was on a show called Magruder and Loud, which uh, had one season in 1985. He didn't play Magruder or Loud, but it's a great name for a show. (laughs) Well, I think that's the funny thing about Wings Hauser for me is that, you know, so how I first kind of got into his movies was um, I got one of those 10-pack DVD sets. Um, and Mind, Body, and Soul was on it, which you know oh. has wings and uh, Ginger Lynn Allen. I just Allen. watched recently. Yeah, just, sorry, just I just yeah. watched it for the first time, like very recently. So if we talked about it, it's still pretty fresh in my mind. Excellent. Yeah, I was watching it with some friends, and and we just were and we just loved the wings part of it. And <laughs> I remembered wings from like what you're, you're talking about there, where you look through his IMDb, and he was someone who just like did guest roles in everything. I mean, I remember him in a right. Roman episode, uh, Beverly Hills 90210. He was this guy who was trying to. Get Luke Perry's money back for him, um, and he played. He would just be in all of these things, and so to to find out that he had this huge direct-to-video movie career uh, was just a, a, amazing for me. And that, I, I will say because people, you know, people ask about you know sort of what started the direct-to-video connoisseur. Um, you know, Dolph is obviously he was a very big a part of it, you know, doing his movies, but, but the Wings Hauser effect with my friends and watching Wings Hauser movies, um, that, that was also a big uh, part. I mean, he was, he's a, a inaugural hall of famer. He was one of the first, uh, uh, inductees. And I, I, I have to credit him a lot, his movies with, with start forming the direct to video connoisseur. Well, I remember that cause I know you're one of the biggest fans we know of Wings Hauser. I mean, I bought movies just based on all your reviews. It's like, Back in the uh, you know early uh, 2010s, and, and not only that, but um, I think Ty and I'm sure both of you will agree that Wingshauser has it. You know, he has this sort of magnetic, big screen presence, and what's not to love? Yeah. I, well, so your first Wings movie was Mind, Body, and Soul. That's kind of interesting. Yeah, it, it was. It was that. Actually, one thing that's kind of funny is my. So I was visiting my friends at college because um, I, I had graduated by them, but they were still going. They were a little younger than me, and um, my buddy was living. You know, was staying in a dorm with his friend, and um, it, I had never really met his friend before. His friend had just started going there um, to, to UMaine, but um, the friend was out. He was doing something, and so my buddy, after we watched the Wings, how after we watched Mind, Body, and Soul, he went to his computer. And loaded it up, loaded up the, the screensaver with Wingshauser headshots. Wow. And so then they all went to the dining commons, and I couldn't go. I didn't have a dining commons card, but but the friend came back. And so I was having a conversation with the friend about wrestling. He just happened to be into old wrestling like me, you know, like so like you know, stuff from the eighties and nineties. And we were talking about stuff, and of course his screen, you know, his his computer had gone to like sleep mode. And 
he he um he went to go look something up that we were talking about as far as wrestling, and he goes, "Oh my god, what the hell is this?" And it was like, <laughs> I look at his computer, it's all winks, Hauser faces, and I was done. Like I just started cracking. I mean, I barely knew this person. I just met him, and I couldn't not just you know. My friends were mad that they weren't there to see it happen. Um, but it was like, you know, so I was like, I, I, I like before Rick rolling, maybe there was wingsing. I guess is because you know, <laughs> I could just see that now. Instead of the flying toasters, it's the flying wings. This- <laughs> Yeah. Well, that would make sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the wings that <laughs> Um Well, we were talking, you know, off air about what our first wings experiences are. And, I, you know, I can't specifically remember what movie it was. It was probably Vice Squad, but... I think that was that movie was a lot of um, people's entry into the world of wings. So I'm gonna guess that was even though you know I should have made a mental note in my mind, kind of like you did, saying, "Oh, this is my first." I kind I didn't really do that. I was just I think I would probably just watch Vice Squad. Um, but before that, I would have to say it was just seeing the video box art in video stores, and Wings usually was on the cover, starting at a certain point. Like if you look, you know at movies such as Hostage, No Safe Haven. Yeah, Hostage, um, I was going to mention that as my first Wings movie. But yeah, go ahead, Brett. Oh, and, and like Dead Man Walking, Nightmare at Noon, um, L.A. Bounty. Like Wings is on the cover of the boxes of all those. So when you're going through the video stores, like he's on the cover of this box, he's on the cover of that box. Like they put Wings front and center on these boxes of Deadly Force. He's, on, he's there, you know, usually holding a gun. And that was probably my entree as the french might say into the world of wings is just seeing him on all these box covers um you know probably leading up to my watching vice squad um what's interesting though is i don't know if we're going to be talking about the carpenter which is a movie i have not seen but he looks really insane on the front cover yeah, yeah I was like wings to see that. psycho <laughs> yeah no, no. That was when I, I oh go ahead I was gonna say cause that's that that's one yeah the Carpenter's um uh, it's one that I've, I've I think I've done about thirty Wings movies for the site or something like that <laughs> that's, that's awesome that's one that I've done yeah <laughs> what do you think of it well let's see let's actually I I called it a slow roller uh, okay. it has its moments both in the serious vein and some stylistic classic shots and in the silly vein with Wings <laughs> so, so you, um, I re- yeah I remember the first Wings I ever watched was The Killer's Edge like who is this man this Wings Hauser. Because he was, like, blowing up stuff. He had a gun. He looked cool. So then I just, you know, and then I found Hostage for, like, 25 cents. I found this. I found that. Uh, living to Die. Um, oh, yes. So it's like, I love Wings Hauser. So it's like, I was yeah. so I'm happy to be here. Uh, no, I should make I, I should make a quick correction. I just looked on my site. And it's actually only 19 Wings films that I've done. So I'm like, oh. not, I haven't done anywhere near 30. So I oh, okay. I'm I'm very bereft on, on wings on the site. We we could use more wings, I think. Um, <laughs> well, we always could. Well, what's interesting though is starting definitely in about 1990 is when he launched his directorial uh, well, career, yes. where he's behind the camera. We yeah. all know what that movie is, right? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> so it's Cold Fire, Living to Die, and Art of Dying, which he directed in a row in 1990 and 91. Yeah, and then later on, he did Gang Boys, aka Skins. Very hard for me to find. Yeah, and I mean, I think the idea with, I mean, that was like early PM at that time, right? Like that, like eighty nine, ninety period where, um, you know, I think some other people, like maybe like an Art Camacho, took advantage of the fact that PM was just like, hey, you know, you want to direct it, go ahead and direct it. And um, I think, you know, Wings was somebody that it, it when you read um that that oral history of of PM Entertainment that um 
uh, uh, the, the name of the, the site that did it, but I think I've, I've linked it before. It's a really good article. If you, if you, anybody out there that wants more information about PM Entertainment, just look up Oral History of PM Entertainment. And that article is fantastic. Oh, I've, um, I've read it a couple times. Yeah, isn't yeah. that great? And I mean, the Kathleen Kinmont talking about being on Art of Dying with Wings Hauser, <laughs> and she just talked about this like manic energy that he had. And that's, that's where I first heard that he had fought in the Vietnam War, because she was saying like, this Vietnam War veteran who just like really just went for it, just, you know, just went after it. And of course, there's that scene with the sex, uh, with all the food. And, um, you know, she was saying like how he wanted to get like a good shot of his ass, like while he was doing this scene. <laughs> and they had to get a makeup woman to like get it all good and everything. And it was just like, it, 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 you know, I think it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, you give Wings a camera, you give Wings the director's chair, let him have at it, you, you get something crazy like The Art of Dying. Well, and they did mention in that article how you can work your way up through the ranks and direct your movie. Not that Wings needed to really work his way through the ranks, but they will give you a shot. Like a lot of people got a chance to direct a movie because PM had that, I, I want to say, not a factory, because that sounds kind of heartless, but they had this system going where if you worked hard and you wanted to direct a PM movie, you could. Yeah, and I think that's how they got Wings. I think that, you know, for Wings at that time, it was like, you know, PM was looking for, I mean, I think the two big names that stand out for that early PM t- period were like Wings and Lorenzo Lamas. And I, I was going to say that, Lawrence Hill and Jacobs. Oh, Lord, that's right, Lawrence Hill and Jacobs. <laughs> he was in a lot of those, yeah. He directed some, didn't he, Lawrence Hilton Jacobs? I think he did, along with yeah, Wings. Chance, maybe? Yeah. Uh, L.A. Vice? Is that what it's called? Yeah, it's just L.A., probably. Yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah, I think he directed some, too. So I think that was how, how, how PM got some of those names on board, was to have them direct them. And then, of course, it was like, okay, if we can't get somebody else to direct it, you know, then one of the two, P or M, will 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 direct it instead, right? So Pepin or Barry, one of them will just do it, and then if then they'll just give it to somebody else later if you know if somebody else wants to direct it. But um, yeah, and I think that's where you get some of the really fun wings is that early PM period where he's directing them and you know playing the part. And also going back to the Vietnam experience, let's not forget about Siege of Firebase Gloria, which you know he that's- had an important part in and. You know, probably lend some authenticity to. That's a good yeah. one. That's a very underrated uh, movie, just overall, besides with Wings. Right, right. And the thing is, to the director, um, Brian Trenchard Smith, he was on um, uh, John Cross's podcast, uh, After Movie Diner. I think it was a, a, one of the Booth Talk podcasts that they do. Uh, and he he actually was talking to him about that, and he brought up uh, Siege of Fire Race Glory. And apparently, um, Trencher Smith, in working with Wings, he created the whole Pee Wee character uh, because I guess uh, Wings wanted to do a little bit more with the role than just what was there. So they created the Pee Wee character to give him like more, like I guess to give the character more depth or more to do, uh, which is interesting, right? That it, it, it seemed, it, again, it, it just it all sounds like Wings, right? It, you know, it, it's just <laughs> as believable that he would ask for that as it would be that the, the movie he was doing would just have that in it and he would just roll with it. Well, yeah, I think it, because his charisma is kind of overpowering. I mean, he has to say no. Yeah. So, you know, exactly. That's, you know, if, if you've got wings and you can see he has this big personality, obviously you're going to want to give him more time in the sun. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess now that we're, we're kind of getting into the movies, why don't we just jump right into to Ty's list and we'll kind of okay. play off of that and we'll, we'll go from there. I have okay. Vice Squad. Okay. Every, uh, yeah, I think a lot of people, because that's sort of an earlier starring role for Wings. Yeah, I think Ram. he called a starring role. I mean, he's the yeah. bad guy. Yeah, Ramrod. Yeah, yeah Ramrod. <laughs> Who could forget Ramrod? You can't. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, 
too, like people that know Wings and sort of are kind of like direct to video circle of, of, of film, you know, watchers who don't quite know like a lot of the real, you know, the stuff that we're talking about here. If they know anything, it's probably either Siege of Fibrous Glitter or they know him as Ramrod in, in, in that film. I think it's like that, that that's kind of like the wings that they, they, you know, like if you mention Wings House, they're like, oh, Ramrod. Yeah, I, I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I was a very identifiable role in an earlier role. So I think that would kind of get stuck in people's heads. Did you buy that Blu-ray bread or I, I bought oh, it? I, I don't have it yet, but I, there's a really good chance I'll get it down the line. But what's okay. interesting is a lot of these Wings movies are, are now coming out on Blu-ray, which hopefully will give people like a chance to see them all over again or develop a new audience like Vice Squad, The Wind, um, Nightmare at Noon and others are now coming out on Blu-ray. So I think that's a good thing. Yeah, I agree with that. I think, you know, especially because, you know, he did those movies with Nico Mastarakis. I mean, I think, am I saying it right? right. Yeah. 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 Well, that's yeah. how I would say it. Yeah. 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 And I think those have it, – it seems like you have to have some sort of like a cult like in or a cult like um, hook for, for Blu-ray companies to make the Blu-ray. And so I think having – being attached to a director like that um, – so one of the things – I used to watch those on DVD. I'd get the um, – the Netflix DVDs of those Nico Moss, like the wind. Um, and there was always a, a commentary track that Mastarakis would do. He talked about working with wings and how, how much he enjoyed it. So yeah, I think that's one benefit that we have with some of these ones that wings did. Um, I mean, I don't know what's happening with the PM entertainment catalog. I'd love to see all those on Blu-ray. But... Oh, that would be amazing. Hopefully some company will take that on and that would be great. Yeah. What is uh, your, what is your movie besides Oh, or what's on your list first? <laughs> yeah, I mean, for me, yeah, I mean, I think Vice Vice Squad is okay. it's it's one of those ones that it's like it. I think you know that that villain of Ramrod. <laughs> I feel like you. How do I want to say? Like it, it it wouldn't work without Wings's like frenetic energy. You know, he just and and I think that's the one thing about Wings that was so great was that he could be like the worst baddie. And like the best good guy that you just really want to root for and 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 hope they save the day. Uh, so it's it's funny how he can do that because a lot of people it's like kind of one or the other. Like they're either a really good baddie or they're they're a good hero. And and Wings like it's it, it it's all it it all works with him. I don't know. It's just like it's just like seeing Wings on the screen like that. No, it's true. I mean, if you think about Billy Drago, I mean, Billy Drago is the bad guy yeah. <laughs> you know, in everything. Maybe you can't really see him. I mean, I think he has maybe done a couple heroic roles, but for the most part, 90 plus percent, he's the bad guy. But you're right. Wings has more versatility. Yeah. And I think like you think of somebody like, you know, like a Don the Dragon Wilson, who in, you know, New York Chinatown, he plays a villain. You know, it was like one of his first I think it was his it was actually his first role. And it's a good villain, but it's like he's not going to play a memorable villain the way that like Wings will play a memorable villain um, or a memorable hero or even just like a memorable just, you know, guy or just a supporting character or something like that. Um, and I think that's, that's it, yeah. It, 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 and, and again, a movie like Vice Squad that you 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 would just kind of see as like kind of a, your, your classic like cable, um, you know, a late night watch has like that little something extra just because of what, what Wings brings to it. Right. And I think that's why movies like that and Deadly Force are getting Blu-ray releases because Wings does bring that extra, you yeah, know, percentage he, points, you know, to make the better. Yeah. It factor, that oomph factor. <laughs> right. Right. Excellent. Now, now what, what do you have next after? Uh, I after have Wilding. 
Oh, per- so I I didn't finish Wilding. I got oh, okay. a little bit more than half of it. Um, okay. So so, but I, I I I what I saw of it was was good for sure. <laughs> well, all right. So there won't be any spoilers. But out of the two Wilding movies that came out that year, I do think uh, that well, it's it's arguable. But you know, Wings and Joey Travolta do bring a lot. That's why that trailer is so funny when you look it up on YouTube. You know, Wings Hauser and Joey Travolta. <laughs> Yeah, the, the announcer says both names, I think, wrong. wrong. I mean, <laughs> um, Joy, Travolta, Joy? Yeah, Joy. <laughs> J-O-Y? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's J-O-I or something. <laughs> yeah, that would explain it. Yeah. <laughs> now, one part that I did make it to in that movie was um when the kind of the older brother comes back from college um, and he's eating with the dad with his nice, the dad with his nice mustache. Um, and the dad's complaining about how kids these day has, how horrible they are. Um, and they're eating at that restaurant Alzado's. Um, I was wondering if, it, if that's actually Lyle Alzado, the late, uh, football player and actor, if he had his own restaurant in, in LA that they were using, or if it just happened that the name was the same. That's a great question. All the same. Yeah, I like to believe it is because, you know, he was involved in the action world and maybe there was a connection there. It's like, oh, we're making, you know, an action type movie. We'll get Alzado's and it'll work, you know, together. So if you bought the Alfredo, it'd be the Alfredo Alzado's. (laughs) I suppose. Yes. Yeah, I, you you wonder like I mean when they looked I mean the inside of it looked like your standard like Chinese restaurant buffet kind of place like with the the chairs and everything and and maybe that's what it was maybe like Chinese restaurants like took over you know failing Italian restaurants and just kept the decor the way it was um, but it it just reminded me of like you know when you go to those restaurants today that just have not been renovated since the 90s and you could just really tell like oh this is you know yeah this, this place looks like a place i would have gone to 30 years ago or 20 years and ago and you could probably still get the chicken alzado yeah <laughs> did you get to the, hear the song the catchy 80s tune yes yes what, what was it something like don't fight tomorrow or yeah, don't yeah. try to stop tomorrow i believe don't <laughs> try to start tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> stop tomorrow but whatever yeah yeah, right. uh, yeah. <laughs> it's like i didn't want to get into the whole thing because you know it just seems like it's a whole issue with like physics and time and you know all of that to have to actually try to stop tomorrow so yeah i mean it's so much for me to get my head around so of course i wasn't going to try to stop tomorrow i'm happy with just letting it happen we've got other things well, to worry about but you know maybe maybe there are physics physicists out there that are actually trying to stop tomorrow you know Regardless of that, I'm sure Pat Benatar thought this is just too much for me. I, we need yeah. to pass this on to, to someone similar. Well, I mean, it's she will be invincible. That's Pat yeah. Benatar, but we'll stop. <laughs> don't try to stop tomorrow. <laughs> well, your version, don't try to start tomorrow, yeah, which yeah. that will be tough. <laughs> That's also hard to do. Right. So, yeah, physics is similar. Is, is, yeah, it's it's you know one of those things with physics. It's like you know it's like I mean maybe that's what the song should. I guess it, it probably wasn't as catchy to say don't try to stop physics, and so they. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Try yeah, yeah, to I, stop no. physics. I can't, it doesn't work. I can't. Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember Questlove yeah. from The Roots was talking about when he would be a part of like kind of maybe more like bigger budget productions, but like you know like TV shows and things like that where they would say. <laughs> 
we want you to do the theme song in the style of, you know, whatever. Um, you know, we want it to sound like a Stevie Wonder song, but not actually be, a, you know, whatever it was that they would do. So you can just imagine, like, the people that are making the wilding going to, what was the one's name, like, Tizania or something like that? Yeah, um, yeah, you're right. Yeah, and going there and saying, like, we want this to sound like Pat Benatar. You know, like, try to make it sound like Shadows of the Night or something like that. Yeah. And she's like, okay, yeah, that sounds good. You know, try to stop tomorrow. That's I think that is a, a common thing that happened in the, you know, low-budget B, you know, direct-to-video world. It's, you know, obviously they can't afford these big songs because to license a big song costs an insane amount of money. So why not get an original song that you know, is after the style of the other. I think it's it's something we see a lot. And sometimes the these songs that are in the B versions are better than the originals. What was that movie we watched? Um, was it something that looked like Pat Benatar or is it just a song? What, it was a Search for Vengeance? Well, I believe it was one of the Matt's Helge movies where we said the singer was uh, Bat Penatar. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like yeah. Bat Penatar. <laughs> I hear say that, that kind of dark. <laughs> I love that though. That's fantastic. I mean, we have another we have, we have another bad penitar here doing this yeah. wild Exactly. So that that's like a thing. Because there are a lot of movies with bat penitar esque music in them. And this is this is one wilding is one of them. It's one of the best ones. You can listen to it on YouTube or just watch the great trailer and or hopefully the movie's on YouTube. It is. I, that's where I was oh, watching. Good. I was watching it on YouTube. It's and it's actually a, a, a good version of it. Um, I think it's a Master Lease Dojo. Um, oh, okay. yeah, it's a good channel. Yeah. yeah, excellent. Yeah. So they, I, I like I said, I'm, I probably got like another 45 minutes left of it. Um, I, I started this morning and just did, didn't didn't quite make it. I I, I thought I was going to get there. Um, but I, I mean, the thing that that struck me about that movie too is again going back to Wings. You know, being kind of crazy Wings is that, you know, I, I think. There's always this this thing that happens. I, I don't know, you know, I'm not really up on modern stuff as much, but I'm, I'm assuming there's probably movies that are being made now about how horrible kids are today and how they they're just you know ruining the world and they're, they're they have no self control and all that stuff. But you gotta feel like Wings and Joey Travolta growing up in like the '60s must have been watching like the movies that you know ended up being on like MST3K that were like you know you know World War II generation or like you know the whatever before them the silent generation whatever talking about how horrible kids were then you know and how they were like just going out on crime sprees and like shooting up you know convenience stores and all of that stuff and you know you gotta you know stop these horrible kids from doing this stuff and you know when we watch it on mst3k and it's like we're laughing at it you know about whole you know these kids with the leather jackets and whatnot well and, yeah and like i accuse my parents i think that was an episode yeah, exactly. and, um, but you know that goes back to plato and socrates you know back in 3000 bc they're saying oh those kids today you know so it's, it's something that will always be with us. Yeah, you know, get off my lawn, you know. <laughs> right, exactly. And so you wonder, like, it was, it, I feel like Wings and Joey Travolta in particular were two that probably lived it up in their teen years. Um, that they were out there causing some trouble. And maybe they weren't, you know, holding up liquor stores or anything like that. But, you, you know, I, I have to feel like they, they, they probably knew that kids were pretty bad back when they, you know. And you wonder if either they were also tone deaf to it and they were just like, yeah, kids today are horrible. Or if they were just like, this movie's ridiculous, but I'm, I'm, I'm with it. You know, I'm just going to, you know, do my part in it or something. Um, that was kind of the thing that struck me, especially the way Wings was in it. I think he even joked about being a Republican, his character did, or something like that. But you couldn't tell if he was really serious or if he just, you know, was just trying to, you know, give Joey Travolta a hard time. Oh, it's unlikely they were children of violence, but... You know, as the children of the wilding were, uh, they probably didn't do that much wilding, at, at least as we knew it and 
1990 or whenever that came out because that was in the news i think we've mentioned this before how wilding was something that was in the news it was something people were talking about so um like a lot of dtv things they capitalized on what was in the news right i mean that was the time right i mean that was the late 80s where it was just like oh these these kids that were like i don't even know if they had the term gen x at that time i guess they were probably starting to come up with it or something but this idea that these kids were so out of control that they had to raise the drinking age and they had to you know that, that you know I think kind of as the '90s went on, curfews started. It was like you know boomers. I think were just like, man, we we can't we you know we we don't want to do this whole parenting thing. We're gonna have like the government help us out and come up with laws and stuff like that. And then I guess later the helicopter parent uh, concept came into play. Where <laughs> yes, maybe they just, yes. Yeah. it went too far. It went too far in the other direction. Right. I just I just pictured the swooping sound. So the helicopter parent <laughs> right. or. Exploding helicopter parrot. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's kind of sad. You know, we went from Siege of Firebase Gloria with actual helicopters to helicopter parents in one generation. <laughs> yes. That's that would be. Point. Yeah, I never thought of that. That would be a great thing to get Will from an exploding helicopter involved in exploding helicopter parent. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I would imagine his parents are, are helicopter parents because uh, he's like the ultimate, you know, exploding helicopter. They're raising a little helicopter up to uh, up to up to adulthood. Right. I, you know, I wonder if they have the same term in England, helicopter parent, or if maybe they, there's like another. They, they have like another term for it, right? That maybe. Yeah, that's true. They probably call him like a lorry parent or something. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Yeah. There's something similar to, you know, that, that they, they use it's a different, a slightly different term, but maybe they have the same concept. Yeah. It, it's, it's always interesting. I mean, we always think of these trends in the United States as being, you know, our trends. I mean, I feel like there probably were like, you know, British TV shows and movies and stuff that were doing the same thing, like how horrible kids are today, you know, and, and yeah. And I, I think the thing that's great about the wilding is it, it sort of takes it to this AIP extreme yes. level where yes. I mean, the car chase at the beginning was horrible, but everything <laughs> else that happens around the car chase is hilarious. Like these kids just like robbing a liquor store and just like taking out, you know, the guy just takes out a shotgun and blows away the, the, the store owner and stuff like that. And it's like, I think there was a real sense amongst adults in, in you know, boomer adults at that time that that's what kids actually did. That they just went to liquor stores with shotguns and destroyed the place and shot up the place and you know. I, I do think there was more wilding in this than the other wilding movie, Night of the Wilding, which, despite the title, didn't actually contain much or if any wilding. It was. Yeah. I don't think it was any. It was very limited. Because wilding is in public, right? And if there was some sort of home invasion, but there, there was no actual outdoor wilding um, in that one. I think that, you know, Wings and Joey or Wings Hauser and Joy had to uh, actually deal with some actual wilding. So, I mean, it's a, it's a little more accurate if you want to get technical. The other thing too is that this had you know, like that 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 scene that happens in the convenience store. That's a daytime wilding event. So maybe that was the other problem for that movie being the night of the wilding. They were limited to just you know when the sun set. They could only do wilding at that time. They kind of painted themselves into a corner by using the night of. Whereas the other film just being straight wilding, they could just put wilding in whenever they wanted to. That's true. That's good. They could wild around the clock. <laughs> yeah, it's wilding out or whatever. It's like a rap battle or something. Yeah. yeah. Nick Cannon's wilding out. <laughs> do they still do shows like that on MTV? Do they? I don't know. I haven't checked the guide. Usually it's Jersey Shore or Jersey Days, whatever they call it. <laughs> it's like. 
<laughs> I would see that. Ad. Yeah, I, I, my, my wife and I would sometimes watch Jersey Shore, like kind of the new ones, but we've kind of just stopped because it's just, it, I don't know, it's just, it, it's too, you know. Aren't they like 50 years old now? Why? <laughs> right. They, well, this is the thing is like they're in their 30s, but they act like oh. they're in their 50s, the way that they, you know, <laughs> even though they drink a lot, like they go out and booze and stuff, but they act uh. like they're, they're they, like they've lived this hard, like they've been, like they're so old when they're, you know. Um, but yeah, like MTV keeps trying to pair like another reality show with them. So like one of them was like, you know, people that were like related to Staten Island mob figures or something. They're like these kids that were like the descendants of Staten Island mobsters. And that well, they one called out work. mob days instead of Mondays. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So they, these kids seem to find, I don't know. It's, yeah, but yeah, my wife and I, we stopped watching. We were watching Jersey Days. We were doing the Jersey Day thing. <laughs> it, 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 it had a, like a nice feel of like, oh, the week is ending. Okay, it's it's Jersey and um, but yeah, it's, you know. It, it's Jersey right? Time to watch Jersey Oh, it's almost the weekend. Yeah. Yeah, it's Thursday. The weekend's coming, but yeah, no, it's just, you know that that was it. <laughs> well, God forbid they play some freaking music videos on MTV. I mean, nope. that, that shows how old I am. You know, I thought maybe they might play some music videos. You know, just call me crazy. <laughs> That's the thing too, though. I was thinking about with MTVs. I think MTV was the first cable channel to stop being what their name was, right? Because remember in the <laughs> 90s, they stopped showing videos and, and then it was like, okay, then A&E stopped being arts and entertainment. They were just yeah, like, say that one. Cops and the learning and channel stopped being about learning. Right? Yeah, then they had like some, what, what's that dumb show? It's like Honey Boo Boo. Right. Oh, right. Boo-Boo. Well, that was the death knell for the learning channel. <laughs> like really, that's in the learning channel, Honey Boo Boo. It's like, <laughs> right, I mean, I Bravo, when Bravo first started, you could watch like old independent films or like they would even actually show like theatrical things, like like people like doing, you know, like things on stage and whatnot. Um, right, right. Yeah, I remember that because Bravo was supposed to be about like how you it's supposed to be like high brow where you were like going to the theater, the legitimate oh, theater. Bravo. Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. and then it got trashy with some reality shows and repeats of other shows other shows that are reality so. yeah it's it's weird that like, yeah so i think mtv really started it you know we think of mtv as a trendsetter i guess that's you know because they, they were like the ones that started the reality show movement with their reality shows and i guess they also started the trend of cable channels not being what their actual names are <laughs> <laughs> that's true that's a good point i never thought about that it's like yeah, i've got an idea let's betray what our name is and then built up our entire following yeah that that seems like a great idea i can totally see that meeting too at the mtv uh offices and you know kurt loader not so happy about this yeah, yeah, like some corporate suit saying, you know, what we need a lot less of on music television. Oh, music, yeah. you know. And then, like, and disgust. <laughs> yeah, he, he so walks off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so just like, I can't believe this is happening. But then, like, you know, all these reality show producers come in. They're like, yeah, Hey, yeah. we heard you got a time to fill. Let's see. Yeah. Got mom, pregnant, you know, teen, pregnant mom. <laughs> Good. Let's do it. You know. <laughs> and then. Yeah, well, Kurt Loder landed on his feet because he was yeah. in Who's the Man? It's one of the bad guys. Yeah, so, I, mean, you know. I showed you that picture of Mav. Like, he has a gun. <laughs> Kurt Loder, that was amazing. Like, I think he turned 70 recently. He looks amazing for 70. He looks exactly the same. Yeah, it's it's amazing to think of, you know, because Portlandia did this episode. I don't know if you've ever seen it where um they gather up some of the older crew from MTV. And it's oh, like really? this. Yeah, I guess uh, Fred Armisen and, and Carrie Brownstein play like these characters that want to like take back MTV and make it about music again, and so they oh, get like. Wow, they, they I didn't even know that. I, <laughs> yeah, it's it's a pretty funny episode. Like they get uh, Kurt Loder and I think um, Tabitha Sorn, and they go oh, to like God. the MTV studios in New York and try to take it over. But see, what's interesting about that is, so they figured, okay, here's what we'll do. 
we totally decimated music from our network. We'll start MTV two, and that'll be about nothing but videos. Having repeats in reality shows. It's like they can't stop themselves from not showing music videos. It's like they have to show something else. You know, it's like the Sorcerer's Apprentice. They'll do then they'll do MTV three, starts off with music videos, then it becomes something else. MTV four, same thing. So it's like they can't <laughs> stop from not playing videos. Was- I'm well, waiting for MTV three and four. It was uh... yeah. <laughs> well, cause they they took over VH1 Classic and they made it MTV Classic, and that one does show yeah. videos. They'll do like blocks of like, you know, eighties or blocks oh, but, of, of metal. Yeah, but they're getting lazy. <laughs> they, they show the same dang videos. Right. <laughs> well, and also I think the reality shows are starting to encroach on those as well, yeah. like because they were showing like old real worlds and things like that. I think they're starting to, and also they do a TRL thing too, which is like. <laughs> It, I guess because it was the two, th- you know, early two thousands. That's technically classic, but I, I, I always like oh. my wife and I would joke that like whenever we talk about something that came out in like two thousand, that's we think of it as a new movie still. Well, that's how I think, but that just shows that I'm getting old. You know? <laughs> right, exactly. So, yeah, you go back to wings. I know. Yeah. Well, that's a good point. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, we we, we, kinda... we warned people there would be diversions. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we had a feeling that <laughs> that's was, true. Wings, wings brings so much. Cr- crazy energy that it's hard yeah. not to be infected by it. it's, in, it's infectious <laughs> wings hauser is infectious so we go from uh you know wilding to mtv to mtv4 you know it's, yeah. <laughs> yes. well, well speaking of wilding what, what, which one did you have next on your list i have the killer's edge oh yes yeah so wings hauser karen black and of course robert zadar oh yes yeah. yeah, actually, I'm right on it right now. Uh, yeah, Killer's Edge, aka Blood Money, right? Which is yeah, a... Blood Money. I have the Killer's Edge one. I, yeah. I think the Blood Money is on DVD or something. Surprised it's on DVD. <laughs> I actually have the VHS as well. This is so this is one of my, I have a very scant VHS collection, <laughs> but this is one that I actually do have on VHS as well. Well, yeah, because the box art is great. This is classic video store material here. You know, this is this is like one of those boxes I was talking about earlier that you would pass by in your local video store. It's like, hmm, the killer's edge. Oh, Karen Black, I've heard of her. Who's this Robert Sadar guy? He looks kind of odd. Hey, Wings Hauser. So, <laughs> so that was, that's a reenactment of the thought process of the yeah. video store patron. Yeah, that might have been me. But it's just like... <laughs> it, I, I kind of do the same thing, though, especially when I would write reviews and things like that. Is I would think the same thing. It's like, because it does it, it. Like, one thing I love, you know, kind of, you know, I know we're, we're, we'll be doing plugs later, but with your, um, with your Instagram where you're showing box art like that... Mm-hmm. Um, when, you, when you show like old VHS box art that you have, you know, from your collection, is you can kind of go through the thought process of like what the people putting the box art together were thinking in terms of, you know, what this is going to look like on the shelf, not knowing that chances are probably someone was just going to stack it, you know. Uh, so it was just like the 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 name on the side that they were going to make it flat, yeah. <laughs> right? Exactly. Well, I, well, it's funny because we were just talking about Ty. What's that Jerry Trimble movie with like the crazy like just oh stranglehold. Bye. Yeah, if you look at the stranglehold box, it's like they threw everything in the kitchen sink on that box, like with no rhyme or reason to the design of it. They just like he's swaying in the air, and then there's a woman, and then there's a helicopter, and then there's a. It's just like it's all there, but it's like it's not. There's no like visual sense made of it. It's kind of fun to see. Yeah, it's it's completely cluttered. I haven't posted that one yet because I just posted Eliminator Woman and Trimble. Jerry Trimble actually commented on uh, the post. You mentioned that. So, yeah, yeah that's cool. on the podcast, and I know we'll do yeah. plugs later, but we on our most recent podcast, which is about Jeff Wincott, Ty tells the story of kind of getting to talk to Jerry Trimble. Yeah, for a little bit. It's cool. And I have a few other Trimbles I'll post eventually, but I don't want to overload Trimble or Trimble. So I'll, I'll wait. 
again, might do again, a Trimble podcast. So. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's true. Yeah, Trimble podcast. Yeah, he's he, Trimble is one. I mean, again, it's the energy of wings that's getting us off on these tangents here. But um, he's definitely one that I think, you know, looking at that period of like the early 90s, uh, he has like some gems in there that are just so oh, yeah. fantastic that, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. I think we, we talked about him a bit on the Meathead episode, too, because we were trying to. Oh, we did. Him. Yeah, I think we were okay, like, that's interesting. Yeah, I think he came up as a potential meathead. <laughs> Is he a meathead? I, I, I mean, there were no. people that are more meatheady. Um, yeah. No. Well. No. Okay, yeah. I don't remember. It's like, so, yeah. meathead's like kind of like an Evan Lurie. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right. Well, we went over this for ninety minutes. Oh yeah, we want to let's go over it again for another ninety minutes. <laughs> but but you know, <laughs> three hours of meathead. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the one thing about Killer's Edge, I think, when you talk about that box art, is that you've got Robert Zadar with a with a rocket launcher, um, bazooka, whatever you call that that um, weapon that he's using there. Um, but it's uh, you know, the, the funny thing when I, when I did the Killer's Edge for the the site, I didn't have the ability to get images from a VHS at that time, so I was trying to look for images online. Mm-hmm. At that time, I used to grab them from wherever. Whereas, like now, I try to I try to, to get them, yeah, make them myself. Yeah. But, but I found it an old tripod site about Robert Zadar that someone had done. Um, and so you remember that that old company tripod it was like GeoCities or something like that, right? Yeah, it's like, or uh, Angel Fire. Angel Fire. <laughs> right. That's the best right. one. Yeah. Space Jam uh, website. Space Jam still around. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I couldn't believe it. I think I looked it up recently. I think I was curious because I think I gave the person credit or something like that. But I think I looked it up. The site is still live. So, hey, anybody wants to go down the nostalgia track, you know, check out Killer's Edge on that tripod site about Robert Zadar. Um, great well, images. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, the, the, the wings in that one is another it's another fantastic like wings actioner, I think, where he just. Yeah, you know, I agree. It's, it's a solid movie. It's like, oh, blood money. And there's a. I'm like, yeah, it's fun. It's just pure fun. He's, he he rented the video store. Like, it's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it's also it's a good cable. You know, like a late night cable one too. Oh, yeah. Did you yeah, see that's it? On... How, yeah, that's how I see it. Uh, as... Oh god, okay. I mean, saw it on cable. It'd be kind of cool. Um, I don't think I did, but there are a lot of movies like that that I kind of came across back when you know I had the pay channels back in the. 90s but i well maybe it's it's hard to say I'm, like i said i know i saw um american cyborg steel warrior that way that's one of the first movies of that kind that i saw but but that's not you know wings related so we can no, just move on you want me to move on to the next one or you want to talk about you want to talk yeah. about no, killer's edge yeah. more? no why not i mean i think i think probably the, the, the final word on killer's edge is for people that haven't seen it see it because it's, yeah, it's, it's a good probably, starter one i'd say also yeah 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 for sure so, I have a, a kind of a similar one, which is Reason to Die. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he's like he's chasing a serial killer played by Arnold Arnold Vosloo. I thought that was pretty good. Um, solid uh, thriller. Did you like that one? I'm trying to think if I've done that one. Is that the same? Is that the same as Living to Die? Oh, see, that's really yeah, confusing. Different. No, different movie. Different right. Movie. Okay, yeah. so I, you know. I'm going to page through here because I don't think I've seen Reason to Die. That one. Oh, that's definitely a gap in your yeah, Wings yeah. collection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Prime Wings. That's 90s Wings all the way. Right. Yeah, it's only on VHS also. So That uh, might be why I haven't seen it, but I, I, you know, I don't think I've done that. That's definitely one that I need to, to check out for sure, obviously. Oh, it's yeah, a, definitely. It's a, well, I'm sure you could find it in some streaming source, it. if not YouTube, maybe Tubi or something. Yeah, yeah Tubi. I, I love Tubi. I 
Because we're going to go off a tangent for a second, but yeah, I was watching uh, TNT. Did I tell you that, Matt? Yes, that, uh, you were telling me about that. I got to check I that out. I dropped everything this weekend <laughs> to just watch that. Just, <laughs> you got to watch this. Well, Tubi's not so bad because the ads aren't so, uh, you know, you know, annoying like uh, Crackle. So. Yeah, I was trying to figure out how how Tubi, how people with movies on Tubi make any money because it seems like there's no ads, but maybe like you pay more for the ads, so that's why there's fewer. Um, well, yeah, because you can do you can sign in or register as a Tubi member, but I'm not going to do that. You know. Oh yeah, no, I've, I've got a Tubi account. Yeah, oh, I've you, got have, a Tubi. you have a, you have an official Tubi account. I do with oh. the, with the watch list and everything. I oh, you do? <laughs> that's cool. Well, <laughs> yeah. yeah. you can add TNT to your watch list. Oh yeah, no, that's coming. Yeah, I was telling Ty like I haven't been back in Tubi in a while, and I was like, it feels like a daunting task because it's been a little while. So like, I'm gonna see everything that they've added, and you know. I, um, and I just happened to say, wait, TNT, I've heard of that, dropped everything. So it's like, <laughs> so, I just, three seasons of Mr. T, you were wearing a suit. He's wearing a suit or a bow tie. He's a great theme song. Yeah. <laughs> I, you got to look it up. It's just great. So it's, it's very catchy. I'm thinking about it now, but I won't sing it. But it's just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have to, I've got to, I've got to, I've got to get back in and check that one out. I, I think yeah. we were talking about the one that we really want to see get added is Cobra. So hopefully That'd sometime soon. If you're listening to me, you know, I don't know. If it, <laughs> I'm like, like, it's like, it's a person to be. That's like, yeah, Bobby to be. To be. Phil to be is listening to this. And, uh, yeah, Phil to be. Um, but it's, <laughs> but it's you did come up uh, with, uh, oh, with this whole for reason to die. No, I don't want to put you oh, on the spot. The reason to die. Oh, yeah. okay, I can do that. Yeah, sure. So, okay, hold on. Let me get it ready. Okay. You finally found a reason, a reason to die. So like, yeah, I'll be playing over, like, the closing credits. Yeah, right? closing credits, yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> well, I can go right to uh, the next one, um, which is a, uh, definitely a Wings classic, Street Asylum. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. So that's a good one. So, yeah. So, um, I mean, who wouldn't want to see Wings teamed up with G. Gordon Liddy in a movie directed by a porn director? Yes. You really can't go wrong. No, not at all. I remember I, I got this one on VHS. So this is another one of my... Yeah, same here. I don't, my, 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 my small VHS collection is, is very Wings heavy, I guess. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. Yes. Only Wings movies. That's great. Right, exactly. Um, but the funny thing is I remember watching this with my friends and, and like we just thought it was like you know, for lack of a better term, we, we thought it was dumb. You know, we were just like, what is going on here? <laughs> like, there's that scene where he, like, he discovers he has some tracking device in his neck, and he just goes into a bathroom stall and takes it out. I kind of remember that, yeah. Yeah, we were just like, what is going on? And then the movie's, like, trying to give us this message, and we're like, how can you try to tell us a message when you've got crap like somebody doing, you know, low-level surgery in a bathroom stall to take <laughs> out, you know, implanted devices or something? And so I, I said that in the review. I, you know, at that time, I was a little bit harsher with my reviews, and I am now. I'm a little bit more uh, sympathetic to the people making the films, and I'm more just talking about, like, what was the entertainment value for me um, and, you know, to give an idea. But the person – I think it was the director or somebody who was involved, maybe a screener or somebody. Yeah, I think it was the writer, right? Yeah, he commented and he was like, "Oh, sorry you didn't like it, but I think these these t- themes are, are you know more more important today than before." And I, I was like, "You know what? I was really harsh on that, so I'm just going to let his comment stand. I'm not going to you know um, even apologize. You know, just kind of say like, okay, you know, just 
leave his comment there because I was I was harsh. But I remember like it was it was bad fun. I think for my friends and I. But we when the when the message comes in, I think when the movie has a message, um, I think for my friends and I at that time we took that a little bit more personally than we probably should have. Um, that it was like you know like stop trying to tell me your message when you're doing stuff like that. And I think when I look at it now, I get a kick out of the message. Like um. Was it Omega Cop where, where Adam West does the big message about yeah. global warming? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, you know, I think we have more fun with that now. I think at that time, I think my friends and I were just like, who does this person think they are giving us a message? You know, and, um, you so know, was, it, oh, go oh, ahead. sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I just, but I do agree. It's kind of like the older you get, I think the more forgiving you are with things. You know, when you're young and angry and you, <laughs> you hate the world, that's one thing. But then when you, grow up you realize hey it took a lot of work and a lot of time and a lot of effort to make these movies which is why i've kind of grown out of watching mystery science theater it's like okay so you're sitting there and you're making fun of something that someone you know probably mortgaged their house several times to make and they're putting their heart and soul into it i just something about that it kind of bothers me now and I, I definitely have more of a an appreciation i mean i always had an appreciation but i really give lots of things be- a benefit of the doubt so i definitely see what you're saying um when it comes to that I do want to mention about Street Song about the writer because he wrote on our site too. Oh, okay. yeah, he was a lot because yeah. your your review was a lot nicer, right? So he was a little bit yeah, nicer. we were nicer to it. So yeah. <laughs> I can read. I can uh, let's see. I have it right here. Okay. Oh, okay. So thank you for your coverage of Street Asylum. Uh, as the writer of Street Asylum, I can give you some background. We only were afford. We were only able to afford G Gordon Liddy for a couple of days, so. <laughs> so, but he's front and center on the box art even more than yeah. wings so, yeah john powers is his name so oh, there's, there's more to the comment but i want to read the whole thing but but uh yeah, g gordon lee only for a few days but he packed a lot of g gordon um <laughs> he sure did almost <laughs> as much as rosalind capital yeah <laughs> hi i'm g gordon Liddy. yeah invest, invest your gold in rosalind capital <laughs> i mean do you wonder now with with the, the current, you know, with the Trump administration and all the the scandals, you know, that kind of, you know, it, it's today's like, scandals. Okay. <laughs> yes. Oh, we got Trump here today. Uh, so. I met it. I met it. I left you. Um, G Gordon Liddy. Okay. Terrible guy. Next administration. <laughs> so maybe since we have Mr. Trump here or, 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 or President Trump here, yeah. I mean, sure. who do you think the administration would be the next G Gordon Liddy out of you know? Because uh, people compare okay. Nixon to uh, Trump. Maybe uh, Mike Pompeo. <laughs> Maybe me. Okay. I'll get back to you on that now. Oh, boy. But don't um, you feel like there, there could be, like, because, you know, I mean, out of that, you know, that we think of, like, Nixon, you know, people compare the Trump administration to the Nixon administration because of, like, a lot of the, the stuff that was happening there. And I wonder if there's somebody there, like, you know. Oh, I, I got the answer. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know much about this guy. Well, I actually don't know what he looks like, so I don't know if he has the movie star good looks, but he definitely has the name. Chad Wolf. Oh. That's an awesome I, name. There is a guy in the Trump administration named Chad Wolf, and I definitely think if he wants to, he could go down the DTV acting route just on the name alone. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's the one. Maybe he's the G. Gordon Liddy of this, of this, yeah, of this administration. Yeah, so. He, yeah, he would. I could see him. He can, you know, rise up the ranks and then maybe, you know, be like fifth billing in a Nicolas Cage movie on Redbox. <laughs> well, that's how we all start. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, that that's that's the pinnacle. It's fifth billing on a Nicolas Cage Redbox movie. So it's like <laughs> that's the pinnacle. Come on, set your sights a little. Fine, high. fine. Third billing. Okay. <laughs> the G. Gordon Liddy also did a um a Miami Vice episode. 
um, which also had Dalrymple. Yes. Um, uh, what was that? Uh, Bob Balaban was in it as well. So um, you never know if like that's where you got to get your start, right? It's maybe like a TV action show on CBS, and then you 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 move up to. Um, so I was trying to think of. I don't know if any other channels have action TV shows other than CBS. It seems like they're the only ones who are doing them right now. Well, yeah, well yeah. I mean, there's there's always been syndication. Which Jigo and Liddy wasn't he in that movie or that show you're looking for, Ty? Um, Eighteen Wheels of Justice. Yes, he was on Eighteen Wheels of Justice, an amazing show about a crime fighting trucker. I never really had to watch. It's a hundred plus dollars on online retailers. Wow. I won't say them because no one. I want people to take it. But right. it's just like <laughs> hopefully someone will say them. Buy for a hundred dollars. Let them buy for a hundred dollars. I'm not buying that for hundred dollars. I'll buy it for twenty dollars each season. Yeah, but for some reason it's a hundred dollars. That G Gordon Liddy show on yeah online. It's, yeah, eighteen wheels of justice. G Gordon Liddy and Billy D Williams and like some himbo <laughs> named like I don't know. I forget the himbo's <laughs> name. <laughs> Chad Wolf. Now I can get the name, but you know. yeah, I love the idea of yeah eighteen wheels. There are so many great shows that were. Yeah, I know. were I, it's like I amazing, know. and they're just they're just waiting to be put on DVD for us to. to I know. And, yeah. It's on DVD, 18 Rules of Justice. All right, yeah, but, oh, just... but it's $100. Like, how about a Blu-ray for, like, $24.99? Right, yeah. Or Tubi. What do you – Tubi. Hey. I didn't check that on Tubi, you know. If it's on Tubi, I'll drop everything right now. I'll get off this podcast and watch <laughs> You'll be drop TNT? Well, I'll have to finish that first. Then I'll go right to dropping that and then go into it. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. that Shakespeare time. said, to be or yeah. not to be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Lucky Vanus. That's the himbo guy. There's Lucky Vanus as the main character, G. Gordon Liddy, and Billy D. Williams. That's amazing. That's an amazing cast and a great concept, and that should be more you know widely accessible. I know. I'd love to see. It. I think there's that. Oh, of course, there's Land's End with uh, Hunter himself, Fred Dreyer. Fred Dreyer. Fred Dreyer. Yeah. Yes. Did you get to watch that one? No. I or uh, High Tide. I got Rick Springfield. High Tides, I do remember. That one, oh, I do. Marker. Yeah. Did you get to watch Marker I don't as know uh, Richard Rico? Well, let's turn this ship around because I think Wings was in an episode of Marker. He sure was. He had to and have I've been, seen yeah. Because Marker was on YouTube. And I just watched all the Markers. Well, a couple oh, really? Ago. Oh, I got to check that one out. That... I, hopefully it's still on there. That was like two years ago I watched it. But yeah. it's like, oh, Wings House is on Marker? Yeah, I'm always a big Greco fan. So, and I mean, Greco and yeah. Wings together. I think you know. I know Art Camacho. I don't know if he listens to our podcast here, but I know he directs a lot of movies with Richard Greco. You know, maybe maybe you just got to put the word out to Wings, and you can get put that you know make that combination that we've been wanting. The Greco. I, I don't know if maybe we've been wanting it, but I I just like talking about it now. I, I, I think it's safe to say we've been wanting it. Yeah, yeah, Greco and Wings. That would be you know. I would love to see that, and then. I have, uh, of course, a, a now a, a Wings classic. We already talked about this a little bit, which is The Art of Dying is my next mm-hmm. on my list. Yeah. Right, and that's, that's in there with that with that primetime PM, you know, yeah. uh, era that we all love from, you know, the classic video store or cable movie. It's just like, this looks cool. And it's a cool movie. It was it's like a uh, serial killer on the loose, right? I'm trying to remember the plot a little bit. Right, and he was doing kind of like stages. It's like these oh, you know, right. actresses that come to Hollywood and he kind of lures them into killing them on a stage. Yep. Yeah, very, yeah. very sneaky. Right. So like, I, I thought Kathleen Kinmont, spoiler alert for anybody, maybe you want to you want to skip ahead 30 seconds here, but I thought like Kathleen Kinmont's death, what, what the, the killer was trying to kill her was supposed to be like Joan of Arc, I think, or something like that. Right. Yes, yes. I think you're right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But he was doing like famous movies. I think he did like one of them was a psycho. He, like the um, 
he killed somebody like in the style of Psycho, I think. That sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah I watched it a couple years ago. Now I might have to rewatch it again. You know? I know. <laughs> Pull up my review here, I guess. But I mean, I mean, of course, you know, the, the scene that, that everybody remembers is the is the, the love scene with yeah. Kathleen Kinmon <laughs> with the food, like milk just dropping everywhere. It's just, yeah, <laughs> it's 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 it is a lot. <laughs> Call it nine and a half wings. Yeah, that's perfect. Oh, I just thought of that. To to, apology to Kathleen Kinmon, I referred to her as Bobby Six Killer's sister in Renegade when I did the review. Um, Oh, that was in September of 07. So yeah, uh, not 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 good of me there that I was not referring to her as Kathleen. So again, I think back then I was just trying to be funny when I was making these reviews as opposed (laughs) to giving the, the 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 actors and actresses their their um. They're due in the role, so um, yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a definitely a mea culpa there. I should not. I should be referring to her as Kathleen Kidmont, not Bobby Six Killer's sister from Renegade. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, right, yeah, I see what you're saying, but um, but yeah, I mean, I think that's a classic Wings, and yeah. definitely another worth watching. That's definitely a, a top a top Wings, and then we have another top Wings. This is a really crazy one, which is Get Even. Oh, I don't uh, know. Which is Ro- AKA Road to Revenge. Mm-hmm. He's insane in that one, and then our our mutual friend on Instagram, you know, hillbillies underscore horrors VHS. Mm-hmm. I was telling him that his podcast, and he said, "Oh, to remind people that his favorite scene in Get Even was when Wings was shooting like dollar bills." And I have it right here, so, <laughs> so he's shooting his bills and Get Even. It's like, and it's like I kind of remember that, but the best part. Um, of the movie, of course, is that song. Well, you haven't seen Get Even, Matt. Right. No, I haven't seen it yet. This is one I need oh. to see for sure. Oh. Yeah. I, I, you know, yeah, Ty dropped what he was doing so we could watch TNT. You should drop what you're doing. Yeah. I mean, finish Wilding. But then right. the next movie you watch should be Get Even, which is one word in quotes. Get yes. Even, in quotes. Or AKA Road to Revenge. You know, find it under either title. This movie is a gem and a half this is just it's so much fun like if you like movies such as samurai cop uh miami connection um, american kickboxer 2 yeah that sort of movie which there right now i don't think there's a word for that type of movie but there should be um that's this is one of them and basically it's made by this guy john dehart who's a lawyer and he just made his own movie and put himself in as the main star we won't say anything else that happened because let's just say there's something very funny. Okay. I mean, there's a lot of funny things. And he's he's wardrobe alone. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it sounds amazing. Like, I just the idea yeah. of it sounds fantastic. It's go, so it's called Get Even, all one word? Yeah, or, yeah. Or, or, or Road, Road to, to Revenge. Revenge. Yeah, Get Even. And, it sounds like it's, wait, <laughs> you need a space. And when, I, when I set up this list, I spaced it because I was like, I can't. <laughs> oh, yeah, most yeah, yeah. You yeah. Uh, most you know word programs will correct yeah. you on that. Yeah, they instruct me like I'll I'll just space it. But yeah, but not John DeHart. John DeHart is beyond a Microsoft Word uh, changing his his vision. His, uh, <laughs> but yeah, just just uh, Matt, make sure you see it. Listeners, make sure you yeah. see it if you haven't. It, it is a winner. I mean, you will just you want to talk about being totally entertained. Yeah. Like you know, sometimes you're watching a movie and you're kind of checking the time or. Or, you, you know, there's a slow part that doesn't happen in Road to Revenge, aka Get Even. You will be entertained start to finish. I guarantee it. You will laugh. It's like you'll be on the floor laughing at one specific <laughs> scene. And well, yeah, the scene that scene. Uh, our buddy mentioned there, too. <laughs> okay. So the, yeah. the wing stuff is great. And then a certain thing when he's on a stage is great. I just want to give it away. Okay. Um, right. 
And then uh, our, yeah. my... directing, starring, and just creating himself in this yeah. in this movie wasn't enough. He actually kind of like puts himself on a stage and sings a song, and that is yeah. definitely a movie highlight. Yeah, we won't say what what song he sings, what okay. what he's doing. Is what it looks laugh. like, what, what his facial expressions are. We won't yeah. mention anything about that. Yeah. <laughs> this is <laughs> yeah. I... Oh, 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 I'm I seeing. Oh my god, I, I just saw the cover here. This looks amazing. <laughs> This guy's mustache. Yeah, he looks like, like he, he looks like a younger, like poor man's William Smith. Well, he's in the movie too. Yeah, William Smith. William Smith yeah. in the movie as well. Oh yes, there yeah. he is, Nomad. Yeah, <laughs> Nomad. Yeah. I, think, I think William Smith has played a guy named Nomad in at least fifty movies. But yeah, <laughs> he always plays a Nomad. Or what's that movie we watched, Last of the Warriors? So it's like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, he was kind of nomadic in that. Yeah. I have one more wing. Let's want to keep talking about get even, but oh no! Well, because you haven't seen it, I think we should put a lid on it. <laughs> okay, all right. That's that's. I mean, I, I think yeah, for everybody out there, that maybe we need to add this one to our our, our like must watches. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm gonna definitely yeah. see if this thing is on YouTube or something because this is. Just I hope a, so. It looks amazing. Like, well, it was on Prime. It wasn't Amazon Prime at uh, at one time. But it I might don't be think gone. it still is, but if you have Amazon Prime, check that. I'm sure, I'm sure you could find it, but it, it, you got to find it, and it needs a Blu-ray release stat. You know, yeah. it's it's got to come out on Blu-ray. Wings's hat and this cover is just amazing. If you like, yeah, I know. I'm looking at the cover now. He has a great hat. It's like he's not. It's great. He's really great in it because he's like a kind of a drunkard. Yeah, and it's like it's it's good. It's a good mo- it's a good role for uh, for wings. It's it's, it's kind yeah, of junky. In the yeah, he's got okay. a Corona in front of him. It looks like. Oh, which... you can't say that word anymore. Oh, you're right. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's got a beer from Mexico. But... Yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> got an unknown beer. Man, you might have to bleep that if you can yeah. do that in, in post. Yes, yes. Yeah, he has a he has a beer from Mexico. You're right. Yeah, I, I, I think uh, that I, isn't I, Dos Equis or Soul or yeah, or Modelo. It's a light it's color, almost a yellow. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah. color. it's almost a yellow. Yeah. It's, it's we'll alignment. Say, yeah, you can't say the name because you know it's related to something that's really annoying. So you're, it's like you're right. I think if, if I ever put these, because I was thinking about putting the podcast on YouTube. Um, oh with my youtube channel that's a good point if i ever decide to put this episode on youtube i think that can get your your podcast demonetized um, really like, i was just kidding no i, I think <laughs> if you mention the 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 virus if you, might, oh. if you, mention, you know it, yeah. the the virus that doesn't get transferred on three and a half floppy disks is what I should get to. You're obviously talking about Con Air. Right? Yeah, Cyrus, Con Air the or Cyrus the virus or Cyrus anything exactly. else. Virus of Brian Bosworth, not that other thing that yeah. you might have. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, it, no, but but I think you can get demonetized. I mean, I don't know if you're talking about the beer, if if it's obviously, but I think what it is is like I think you what I'd have to do is I'd have to say, no, I was talking about the beer, and then they would let it go because I think yeah. it's like a, an auto system, like a, like a an algorithm or something that's just like or a bot that like picks up on terms. I don't think you know, I don't think it's anybody like actually watching them, but I think they they. Oh. Yeah, but still, that's still pretty Big Brother ish. I mean, it's not even a human being; it's just a robot who who's going to make you grovel and say, "No, master, it, it wasn't the virus. I'm not allowed to talk about. Please no, let me." Right. Well, because uh, you know, because they, they don't want me to be like saying, you know, you know, they don't want me to use terms like like uh, well, they, Lorenzo Lamas. I think one time tagged one of his photos, "Plandemic." They don't they don't want yeah. those kinds of terms being used. To, like, oh, okay. it, you can't so. say that. You can't right. say. Corona, I can't say any of that. Well, but it's just like right. <laughs> beer. Yeah. Can you? I don't, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you can talk about you know like uh like eye 
parts of the eye or or the sun. Um, yeah, <laughs> right. a lot of different ways that we use that term. So yeah, I I, I never really thought about yeah, it. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah, it sort of wings, wings, wings got me into it. And, and the funny thing too is the bottle on the cover is turned the opposite direction. Yeah. So it's technically not. Uh, we don't know what brand it is. It just the, oh, okay. right, right. Yeah. So. Well, I think that's is that the cover where it has John DeHart with a gun and he's wearing like this blank. He's wearing like a black tank top, but he's yeah, not that he ripped. He has more of like what you might call a dad bod. Right. Yeah, with yeah. a mustache. With, with the a mustache. mustache. And it's like, yeah, it's something that, you know, uh, Chad McQueen might wear or something. <laughs> well, Chad McQueen definitely has an aversion to sleeves. That is definitely a fact. <laughs> but, uh, Maybe that was what he was going for. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going for the Chad McQueen here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Chad McQueen? I want to get the Chad McQueen shirt. Like, yeah. um, well, but he, he looks very intense and um, yeah. That's exactly you don't want to mess with him. Yeah. Well, I'm on the, I'm on my last one here, which is okay. uh, I just want to keep talking no, no. about Chad yeah, McQueen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we have the classic L.A. Bounty. Is oh, the, oh yes. Yeah. So Wings versus Sybil Danning. Yeah. <laughs> and I want to talk about a team up we've always wanted to see. And it delivered know. the goods. It was awesome. Ruger. Yeah. yeah, Ruger. Yeah, a great movie. Very entertaining movie. Worth Keeter, the director, yeah. probably his best movie. Um, just um, really uh, great video store era stuff. I know I've been saying that a lot, but it's true. I mean, this is when Wings was really in its prime and video stores were in their full kind of flower. So this was, I definitely would recommend L.A. Bounty to the utmost if anyone hasn't seen it. Well, yeah, yeah, Wings it, was, yeah go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. No, go ahead. I need to say that Wings was an excellent villain, you know, Kavanaugh. Right. Yes, I love that name. Which, yeah, of course, now that name has a different connotation too with the Supreme Court. And everything. Yeah, Brett Kavanaugh. He's a great Supreme Court justice. Right. It's like a combination of uh, me, uh, yeah, yeah. Brett, yeah, Brett, and him playing Kavanaugh. So you know, it's 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 ahead of its time. Yeah. Now, I on my review, actually, the very first thing I say about this film is that I first got wind of it from from your site. Um, so, oh, yeah. So I think I, I think the link though I think the link I have is um is the the comeuppance dot com link. So oh, I don't know if you probably oh, change those. Yeah. You that's might have to switch that. Well, you, yeah. you have to actually. <laughs> yeah, that's why I've had I've I've had I've stopped putting the links in. Um, right. and I just said you know check out their site for that because I you know I used to put the links, but I I, I I have the same thing. You know, all all my Matt Movie Guy ones don't work anymore, so it's all yeah yeah. When we post a review on our site and you have something, we post we get your link. You know, yeah. So I, I go to your site and link it. Yeah, I mean, we're I, we're going to be comeuppanceviews.net for the foreseeable future. So yeah. we're not going to change again. So if you were no, to no. ever go through the effort of changing it, I think you can feel pretty safe that you could change it to .net and that's yeah. it. You know, it would it's be a one-time net. thing. Okay. I dealt with that red tape and it's all over with. So it's .net. <laughs> right. yeah. But that's kind of like, you know, I, I hate to keep mentioning this, but I, to my knowledge, this is the only time this has happened. But when they pulled our quote for the Blu-ray of Gang Wars, a.k.a. Devil's Express, mm-hmm. um, it says comeuppanceviews.com. So if anyone gets that Blu-ray, they're going to go to that and they're going to see a dead site, which it's, which I kind of don't like. And I and actually emailed um, Code Red about it, but I don't know if they're going to do anything about it uh, as far as future editions, which there is going to be. So, <clears throat> yeah. So that's that's the thing about changing from .com to .net. Like if it's on like a Blu-ray, like if they use it, there's no changing that. You know what I mean? Yeah, you yeah. can't recall it. 
<laughs> right. Yeah, well, I'm doing a new version of it. So like a new edition of it. So I, I told them, you know, if you have the ability to please change it to .NET, but they didn't respond. So I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, I never thought of that because, yeah, um, I, I don't think anything of mine has had the actual site. It, it actually it just has the name, you know, direct to video connoisseur. Um, oh, that's good. TV that's good for yeah. you. Yeah, so that think, way you can change almost anything, and then people will if they Google that, then they'll just go to whatever the site is that works. Yeah, so that actually well, is good in your favor. Well, what um, what movie was that that you have your plug on? So, so it was um the Minion um with um, the Dolph oh, Lundgren. Oh, what a high profile movie. Yeah, I I put um on the on the blog. I said this is too amazing for words. Um, <laughs> kind of tongue in cheek because you know obviously I mean he's walking around with a spike glove, like you know attacking the you know he's a KGB trained Knights Templar. I mean it's like all kinds of ridiculous stuff. Um, but you know I was like this movie's too amazing for words, and I was talking about how you know how much fun it was, you know, with all the ridiculous stuff happening in it. And so, um, somebody who, who followed the site actually took a picture of it. It's a it's on a three pack with like two other movies, oh, that's and cool. I, I guess they they were just scraping the barrel to try to find something good about the minion and they just put two amazing for words you know matt warrior direct-to-video connoisseur and that's amazing yeah I, uh, so, yeah. yeah i think we might have a we have a plug on army of one mm-hmm. we, we might at least i got the link Wait, someone sent me a link yeah I, i'll double check that at least i got a link from it and it might be the dot com thing i'm not sure but uh so yeah I mean, Dolph likes our site it's the only one yeah, yeah. i think army of one too and uh, I'll double check that though, but yeah, yeah, Dolph likes our sites, so that's pretty cool. So, so both of us have a quote on a Dolph product. Yeah, that's amazing. Wow. Okay, that's cool. I did not know that. Yeah. I I think in the um that um that same Furstenberg book um that that massive um you know uh, uh <laughs> book about you know all the um, I can't remember what, it, what the I, 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 now I can't remember what it's called, which is horrible. Like I, I I plugged it originally, but um you and I it, it, we each have our own um you know, mention of a review in there. And I yeah. think the one that was a mention of yours, I think it said come up its reviews. I don't think it said dot com or dot net. Okay, well, that's good. That, Cause if you type that in, it'll come up. So yeah. Yeah. I think, I think we, we both, it's not the, the actual website. Yeah. That, that one's interesting. Cause if you look through that one, Mitch, the video vacuum, he has a ton of, Oh of really? Merit. That's awesome. Yeah. I thought it was great. Like, I think it was that's like, great for Mitch. Mitch, yeah. Mitch rules, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. People, yeah. Checking out the video vacuum. Yeah. Awesome yeah, dude. It, yeah, always great stuff, and he's he's always good. Because also his books, I think um, I recently bought his uh, his horror book, um, Bloody Book of Horror. So people that are looking for for additions to your horror book collection, uh, yeah, on Amazon, Mitch Lovell, um, Bloody Book of Horror. That's always a great one nice. as well. Yeah, yeah. But we we kind of we I, I feel bad. I feel like we you know, and I I feel like if Mitch was listening to us, he'd be upset that we were not talking about Civil Tanning and Wings. I was like, oh, okay, we go back to Wings. Yeah, but I'm not a movies on my list. I mean, oh, about LA Bounty, which is, you know, I, there should have been a sequel because, you know, Ruger, you know, by played by Sybil Danning definitely has potential. Yeah. Yeah. Great character. She could have yeah. been like a female dirty Harry or something to that effect. Yeah. I love that. I mean, the gun like shoots a guy's oh, hand off. Yeah. That was, yeah that was amazing. That That's yeah. what puts this movie into a new category and not just a standard thing. It's like something better. You know, it's yeah. like this movie rocks. That's what I thought. Like, it was awesome, and I got it by twenty-five cents. And wow. it's like, and I couldn't believe. Like, this movie's really good. It's very underrated. You know, yeah, I don't know if I own this one or if I. I think I may have picked it up. I don't know if I picked. Um, if I bought this myself, I mean, again, this was one that it was like I saw your review, and I was like, well, mm. I gotta, I gotta check this thing out. And yeah, because uh, 
<laughs> yeah, when you need Definitely, more wings, uh, worth watching. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. We can just keep talking about that uh, L.A. Bounty. Um, yeah, Kavanaugh. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Go ahead. No, I just want to talk. I didn't Kavanaugh. He like he, he does. He like he paints evil paintings or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> which is not that dissimilar from Art of Dying. Hmm, that's a good point. Yeah, he's like the bad guy. He's not the yeah in in this, but yeah, it's a, it's the same idea. Um, yeah. Right, because he kills he kills her partner, and so then yeah, right. so, yeah, and then he's holding the mayor. I mean, he's he's. This is a, one of those films where you're talking about where it's like he's so he can be such a great baddie just as much as he can be a great hero or a great good guy. Um, it, it's like you know, for Sybil Danning, like he plays the right kind of baddie to. Oh, it's per- Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's yeah. perfect. Well, I, and he and I mean this in the best possible way. I mean, he chooses that scenery like double mint gum. I mean, he is he chooses <laughs> it, which is great. I mean, it's awesome. He really he he's very over the top, and that's that yeah. wingsy kind of way that we want. You can't yeah. help but love it. Yeah, I think this is another one for people that are out there. Like, what you know? It seems like I mean, obviously, most of those we're talking about these are like must wings films. But, <laughs> nice, you know, yeah, must wings, must wings, <laughs> must, must wings. <laughs> <laughs> but this one, I think, is definitely another one that's like, um, you know, cause I think for people out there that, that like the kind of movies that we talk about, you know, Wings is kind of like he's one of the ultimate of you know that 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 star kind of person that you, you don't talk about him a lot because he's not the kind of like martial artist or like kind of like the big hulking hero type that we we talk about with a lot of these films but you know for that period that late 80s early 90s period they're really you know you kind of take the pepsi challenge with wings's filmography with anybody else out there and um, oh yes you know, definitely yeah. um and i mean i guess i would throw in an honorable mention of nightmare at noon yeah, another great one. Because that's a lot of fun, and that has a great cast as well. I mean, Wings is supported by a lot of people like Brian James and um, I think uh, George Kennedy. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it's, Kennedy. It's, an, it's a Master Rockets movie, and it has that unbelievable stunt where the guy's like flying through the air on a motorcycle on fire. Yeah, um, yeah his th- those Master Rockets movies that he did, I think Nightmare on Noom might be a good one for people to start with because I think – it's probably like the closest to like to, to what we talk about for movies. So for people that are fans of those kinds of things, I think Nightmare at Noon is going to be like your your closest. And then you can maybe branch off to like the wind or some of the other ones. Yeah, that's a good idea. Right. And then well, I, to- I mean, unless you're a horror fan or like you like exploitation, then I would say Island of Death. But that movie is not for everybody. So, um, <laughs> but 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 what's good about Nightmare at Noon is it kind of is like this melange of like horror, sci-fi, and action and western. It's like four genres kind of like, you know, blended together in a blender. And it's like really entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good one. I think, you know, because I was thinking of, you know, for, for um, you know, I was thinking for, for honorable mentions. I think that might be because I was trying to think of a good Nico Mastarakis to have on the list. And I, I think that one's a little bit better than the wind. I love the wind, too. I mean, the white sweater that the yeah, wings it, has it, in that. It's an amazing sweater. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah. part of the movie. The sweater steals the movie. <laughs> but the wind is a pretty interesting movie. I mean, no, it's, it's a good it's movie. Very... I think it's a bad movie. No, no, I know, but I just think the the whole concept and whole execution is very kind of unusual and different, and it's just it, it's definitely offbeat in a you know a good way. It's not like a standard movie of any kind. It's not you know what I mean. It's not like a standard drama or horror or whatever. It's like it's its own thing. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's it Masterakis, I think he, you know, he he's he's one of those directors that, you know, we we you know, we think of like kind of like the sort of like the low budget director, but that still kind of puts out a, you know, is, is, is trying to put out a good project or, you know, is, 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 is yeah. a legitimate director, you know, they're, they're a director. They're not someone who's just sort of been, you know, tasked with directing a film, a low right. budget film. Yeah. And I think he, he, you know, he works really well with wings and Meg Foster is also, he, he does really well with her as well. And right. tremendous uh, love Meg Foster. Yeah. I, I think that, you know, I think, with the Wings movies, I think, yeah, I mean, I think, like you said, The Wind is more of an interesting one compared to Nightmare at Noon, which is like, right. it's, it's that movie that, you know, I mean, it's just, you know, Nightmare at Noon, of course, also has a lot more people in it that people recognize, and it's just, it's a, you know, it's a kind of a fun romp kind of film, um, mm-hmm. where it's like, yeah, The Wind is more about setting and style and... Um, yeah, and mood. mood. Yeah, yeah, and, and I mean, Wings nails it. I think, you know, it's, it's almost like certain directors seem to just get what Wings does, and they just, like, go for it. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, wings yeah, wings really yeah, yeah, yeah. He he lets wings fly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, we didn't mention one uh, wing in it kind of uh, pun, oh, which is good. Yeah. Uh, I had to sneak yeah. it in. Just, yeah, uh... We did. Yeah. Well, that was the other thing too. I was thinking about with wings as we we kind of you know kind of I, I, I have a couple of honorable mentions, but one thing we, we had talked about I think on a previous podcast was the idea of wings. You know. You know, with with the proliferation of wings places and, and, and in places selling like buffalo wings and things like that, like like you know how 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 has there not been a tie-in with him? You know, where someone's just yeah. like you know, let's get Wings Hauser to sell our wings. Um, Maybe there has, and he said no. You know, like if yeah. they, if Buffalo Wild Wings came to him because he is wild, you know, and that would be yeah. perfect. I don't think he's from Buffalo, but still, I think he would be perfect. But someone pr- must have had that idea, and he probably said, no, I'm not doing it. Yeah. Um, kind of like Treat Williams. You know, why didn't Treat Williams do something for, like, a candy company and say, <laughs> have a treat with Treat? I don't know. Yeah. yeah they, they seem so obvious. Maybe that's what it is. I mean, I mean, one of the things, actually, when you think about Wings, like, the, the food versus Wings Hauser is that <laughs> – <laughs> the wings themselves, they're very, like, unfulfilling food, right? It's like you, you, you get the, the – the, the, you, you, like, you crave them. You're like, oh, I really want a thing of wings. This would be really great. And it's like, you know, you eat, like, five of them, and it's like there's barely any actual meat in the five wings. And it's like it's, you know, it's still hungry after – I think where Wings Hauser is a very fulfilling, you know, it's like, you, know you watch a Wings movie and you, you feel full after watching a Wings movie. You know, I think that's very well said. And I think the fact that you even thought that is why people must listen to your podcast. Because yeah, whoever that. would have made that connection, I, well, I, I, I color me impressed. I can't even, you know, I'm speechless, can't respond to that. <laughs> yeah. That's why, you know, Wings doesn't want to do a commercial. He's like, you know what? I'm, I'm not Wings. I'm, you know, I, I am very, you know, you you get your money's worth with me, you know. Yeah, I satisfy the people, you know. Yeah, <laughs> but you say that my name's not Wings anymore; it's Wings and Ted or something. Right. <laughs> oh yeah, we trying to be more classy. Yeah, yeah. Wings and I like that. Wings and Ted Hauser. Yeah, I I, I, had to, I had to do my my rant on on yeah, I, it, but I, I, I don't know. <laughs> really rant chicken wings. Right. I mean, they're good, right? Chicken wings are great, but it's just like yeah, like what, you know, like what you know, it's like you. 
you eat five of them and you're like, what did I even, did I even eat anything? You know, I just like, the thing is it's, it's almost like sushi, you know, like if you eat a lot of it, obviously you're going to be full, but then it starts to get pretty expensive because then you're buying a lot more food than you uh, maybe should. So it's like, yes, you could fill yourself up with wings. It might take a little more work, but you'd have to buy more. And pretty soon you're spending 35, $40 on wings for one meal. I'm not doing that. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. It's like, yeah, the, the, the bucket, you know, you're getting a bucket of wings and like, yeah, what are you really eating with a bucket of wings? And But you, you spent all this I, money. I, just, I refuse to eat out of a bucket. You know, I, I, I am a human being. I am not an animal. And I, I mean, call me a snob, but I would rather have a plate. Yeah, yeah a plate's good or, you know, <laughs> no, no bucket eating. Okay. What's next, a trough? Am I supposed to stick my face in the thing? I mean, what? Yes, that's how it works. Are we bobbing for wings, like bobbing for apples? <laughs> but see, like you could at least eat the apple when you're bobbing. You know, like even an apple has more like food in in the actual apple yeah. than 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 a wing. It's like yeah, it's, I, especially like the 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 yeah. I mean, either way, like you it's more bone than anything. It's like bone and yeah. It's like yeah. I don't know. I apparently like the the. the story that i read about how buffalo wings first started with some woman that ran a restaurant in in buffalo like her teen son and his friends were hanging out at the restaurant she needed to find something for them to do and so she had like these leftover wings and so she just doused them in louisiana hot sauce and said here have these and in a way that kind of makes sense right because it's it's you you know it takes some work to eat wings so you're going to be busy eating them you know it's like there's (laughs) two hands to eat them you've got to get all the meat out of them yeah, too much work. That's why I get boneless wings. Right. <laughs> you might want to try boneless, or maybe you're just going to the wrong wing places. You know, maybe the ones you've tried in the past have, haven't done it. Maybe you need to like try a better one. You, you, yeah. you could be right. It just seems like you know, even when I get some, when they're you know, it's like they're good. It's just like I'm, I'm like you know, but the amount of food that I'm getting for them, I guess you can maybe get something like fries or something to go with them. So I've got like some like heavy potato fries, or uh, you know, maybe a drink. You know, maybe yeah. a soft drink. <laughs> Yeah, like onion wings, you know, if you really want to go right. crazy. Well, because I think it's why they're in the appetizer category, right? Is you're supposed to just have a few and then you do your hamburger or whatever. That's and a that's good point. Be, yeah. 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 So, that's true. If you look at most menus, they are with the appetizers. That is true. Not, yeah. yeah, you don't get wings as a meal. Right. You know? yeah. And I guess that makes sense with, with Wings Hauser's. He's not an appetizer. He's the main. <laughs> no, he is not. He's the main course. <laughs> right. And so that's why, that's why he's more fulfilling. Um, no. A couple of movies that I was – a couple of honorable mentions for me on the Wings uh, mm-hmm. category. Um, so one of them is we were talking – we actually talked about this uh, when you mentioned Reasons to Die was um, Living to Die is a, a, right. a personal favorite of mine. Um, another one of the, the PM Entertainment ones that he directed also has Arnold Vosloo in it. So um, it's – maybe he just did them both at the same time. I'm not sure. and just came you know, around the same time. Yeah. And the titles are very similar. Yeah. It's it's kind of like a, a film noir type thing where he plays the film you know the detective who you know doesn't know who he can trust and is kind of being led around and you know right Asher Asher Browner, Asher Browner. <laughs> yeah so he, every time he goes to a bar he orders like a whiskey with a beer back I think it is or something and it's like only wings can order drinks that way I think like you know I'm sure in the past like you know everybody ordered drinks that way at one time but now it feels like wings is the only person who can get away with it you know like if if you know, I mean, maybe Dolph, maybe he could, and I guess Fred Williamson can get away with anything. So maybe you know he can smoke in a hospital, like and he did in <laughs> One Down, Two to Go. So I guess you know, but there aren't many who can order out uh, drinks that way. You know, I think you are touching upon something more profound than maybe even you realize, which is that it's it wings and other action stars, but certainly wings. So he's the topic of the day. 
represent a sort of manhood that doesn't really exist anymore. He's sort of like a forgotten type of masculinity that does not really come to the fore as much as it used to. You know, people talk about how, you know, America is becoming weaker, softer, you know, with these beta males and, and stuff and these wimpy guys, a like pajama boy. Uh, Wings represents the older school type of man. And I think, yeah, the, his ordering of drink, uh, drink that way might seem, you know, inconsequential. But really, I think it points to that, that sort of old school manhood right. that is not really around anymore. Well, yeah, because you think about like action leads point. or people that are like leads in movies now, they don't look like Wings does when Wings did back then, right? And Wings was just kind of like a bigger guy. I mean, he was taller. He's like you know six foot something, and you know you know was probably like over two hundred pounds. But he wasn't like ripped or cut, and you know no. you either have to be The Rock. Um, <laughs> Or you have to be Liam Neeson, and they edit the film in a way that makes it look like you're The Rock. Um, or you're like a younger kid, like a Sean Locke, you know, yeah. where you're, where you're like a some kid who's like 20 years old, and he, you know, it's on his cell phone and has a plastic water bottle with him at all times, you know. It's, uh, right. I, I think you're right. I think, you know, when we when we talk about these movies from the late. 80s early 90s there is like a, a guy a guy's guy kind of thing to it that you, you're right like it's it's nowadays we we don't celebrate that kind of guy's guy the way we did back then um and and maybe there's there's you know terms like toxic ma masculinity that are associated with it but i don't really know with with wings that he was ever that toxically masculine in in those in those roles that he did he was there, but it was it was a very guy's guy kind of thing, and he, it, you're right. Like we don't see that in movies nowadays. That, that you know, I think one of the things I think one of the reasons why Cobra Kai is resonating with a lot of people is William Zebka's you know Johnny Lawrence character is is being a throwback to that. You know, he's he's that guy. He's you know drinking his beers and he's you know driving the uh, the, the American muscle car, and he's you know kind of stuck in the '80s. And I think there is there, you're right. I think there's a part of of us that 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 still likes that character, that that wings person. It's kind of larger than life, but not anything like crazy. Like he's not like you know completely cut or anything like that. Right, and I I, I that is my thesis about all these movies and about a lot of these actors is that that's I think that's what we're drawn to because we're missing that these days. That's why we keep going back to these '80s and '90s movies and and, and earlier because that's something that's missing and we're drawn to it maybe because that's not just missing but needed these days so that's that's why what we're doing a podcast about wings why i think that might be the root of it all yeah yeah i mean what, what did you yeah i was gonna say i was gonna jump in but type i don't know if you had something oh no i was i was gonna just agree with both of you guys you know <laughs> we need wings now more than ever it's true and yeah that's right well i do think you know you're saying cobra that's why cobra kai is resonating i do think that's why the expendables movies were so popular because in a total void of any sort of masculinity like that that out came this sort of and i put this in quotes like old men of that era that all kind of banded yeah, yeah. together <laughs> it, it, um, and when some of the newer people too i think that people like hey this still exists you know so um i think that's why the expendables movies also were very popular yeah and i i think too like you know you guys were talking about doing a jeff wincott podcast it's like yes. kind of the same thing we think of like like you know last man standing it's like 
you know, I mean, there are parts of it, of course, that we, we don't want to celebrate like we should, like, you know, or, like or, or, you know, it's bad to celebrate. Like the fact that it's really cool how, you know, Jeff Wincott's smoking in that movie. Like he just makes <laughs> smoking really cool. And I think Wings <laughs> does smoke in these movies as well. I think, you yeah, know, it's cool. Yeah. And it's like, you know, yes, we shouldn't be celebrating that, that smoking looks cool when certain people do it. Um, but you know, Try think, not to. But yeah. it's undeniable. <laughs> right. I think, you know, at our age, you know, we're adult enough to be able to say, like, I think that's really cool and I'm not going to go to the pharmacy or something, and, which is great that I can get uh, cigarettes at the pharmacy. Um, but, you know, I'm not going to go. And, and, of course, you know, part of the reason why I wouldn't be buying a pack of cigarettes now, too, is that when Wings was doing this in the 90s, they were like $1.50 a pack. And now it's like ten fifty for a pack of them. So, um, but, I mean, yes, honest, they're, they're – yeah, right, exactly. I mean, I mean, I think, wouldn't that get those movies an R rating now, the fact that they're smoking yeah. so much in them? Oh, definitely. And and, and you put that with his uh, his whiskey and his beer back, then he's smoking, he's drinking, he, you know, he's, you know, yelling at people, demanding he's answers. Always, yeah, he always yells and demands answers, especially yeah. in Hostage. Right, right. He's like slapping people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, so I think you you touched on something here, Brad. I think that it's true that I think with Wings, he's a he's a... Yeah, there's that that kind of guy's guy thing to it, which I think you can enjoy. I think in in, a, in an innocent way. I think there's, he, you know, he's not doing anything that's, you know, I think there are are aspects that we think of that is, you know, you know, kind of a toxic thing. That I think these movies, you know, I think if you watch it and you see an element that's toxic, I think if you could just recognize that it's bad and, you know, you you know, it's not something that you want to celebrate. The really good and fun parts of it are still there. That I think. It, you're right. There's a piece that's it's 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 missing. Like we don't really have a Wingshauser having that kind of fun in a movie that makes it that like that anymore. It's either you're exactly. either like the perfect man who's just been working out, you know, works out three times a day and looks like perfect, or yeah, it's like Liam Neeson, or like you said, it's like a kid with a water bottle that they just edit the film to make it look like he's doing stuff. Right, right. So yeah, so I'm glad we're celebrating Wings here today uh, yeah. for that reason, and hopefully this will inspire people to either see these movies for the first time or go back and, yeah, go and watch back. them. Yeah. yeah, I hope so. I think they're, I think they're going to be, I mean, there's a lot of good ones to choose from. Yeah. Well, speaking of you, you had another, uh, uh, honorable mention. I did. Did you say, Oh, hostage. Oh, hostage. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he's yelling at everyone in that. He's yelling. <laughs> All he does is yell at people. No, he's, he's like, screaming up a storm he's like smoking he's like all this like camo and it's like slowly uh walks up yeah karen black also and he's like slowly climbing up climbing up a wall yeah and it takes like half the movie yeah yeah it's a good portion like they keep coming back to it it's like they're doing other things then he's still climbing up the wall then they have like three more scenes and then he's still climbing up the wall and it's it's takes a while but uh, he he gets there yeah (laughs) I feel like somebody on Instagram was discovering Hostage for the first time recently. I think right. somebody yeah, I posted a couple months ago on there. That's right. I remember you, but and I think somebody maybe was inspired by that, and they they were talking about watching it like a week or two ago. I think somebody. Oh, a week ago, I was recent. Okay, so I, yeah, I, I posted like months ago. That. Yeah, I don't know, but you know, I think that's the thing with these Wings movies for people out there is that yeah, you know, I mean, Hostage is another great one. Um, no Safe Haven is another one that I was thinking of. That's like a just a fun Wingser, you know, that you know, <laughs> yes. just, you know just just go, you right. know, if you see it, I think that's something that people maybe should realize is that if you're scrolling your your you know the 
the Tubi. your streaming site, yeah, yeah, Tubi or whatever, you know, or if you're in the, you know, in in you know, you know, uh, Goodwill or something. If you're in a, a thrift <laughs> store, as we call them, or if in, in the UK you call them a charity shop, either one. Yeah, cha- I've seen that now. Charity shops. Yeah, a nicer term, right? <laughs> Just a charity shop. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. We say right. Right. When we talk about thrifting, it sounds like yeah, it sounds like you're you know stealing it. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, sometimes you can get some good deals that, that are close to steals. Right. Well, that, that's why they call it that. I don't call it a steel shop. Right. <laughs> it almost well, steals. Yeah, but as you were saying, so you're, if you're looking through them and um, and you, and you see your wings, yeah, yeah, yeah just buy I, it. You can't go wrong with those. I think you, you're going to have a fun time with those. I think that's a that's a you know. I, I don't think really, we were talking about like however many movies here, and I mean you know another honorable mention that I was thinking of was a movie called In Between that has Wings and um, Robert Forster, and actually it has Gary Daniels in a very small un, non-speaking role, um, but it's about three people who are like in purgatory. A- Alexandra Paul is also in it, and then um, I can't remember this actress's name, but she was on Street Justice with um, Brian Genesee and. Um, uh, uh, Oh, why, why Charles Charles Weathers. Charles Weathers, yeah, um, yeah. She was like the bartender or something on that show, but um, but they're like in purgatory and they're waiting for for Robert Forster to take them to um, to heaven, I guess. And uh, you know, Wings is in that. I mean, he's crazy. I mean, he's he is toxically masculine in that one, but he's doing it on purpose. Like that's his character is to be right, a right. jerk in that one. Um, I mean, Robert Forster steals that one, but but it's you know, it's again, it's like Wings is just so wingsy that it just it, you know. <laughs> It, it makes movies like that that are. I mean, that movie was kind of boring. It was kind of spinning its wheels. It wasn't it wasn't the best film for me. But um, but Wings, you know, when he's in a scene and he's just being Wings, it it, it elevates a scene that you you normally would, would would look at and go like, okay, this is this needed to be edited more. You know, there's too much talking here or something like that. I don't know. There's something about when Wings is in the film that that, that makes it much better. Well, that's true. The best thing to do if you have wings in your movie is to just let them loose. Yeah. You know, don't try to restrain them. Just let them go. I think that will will elevate yeah. the movie, if not certain scenes. So, yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. Um, now, one more recent Wingser here that I wanted to mention was a movie called Rubber. Um, I don't know if you've heard of that one. It's about a killer tire or something. Yeah, the the tires rolling that. around and killing. I've heard of it. I think I've seen the trailer, but I have not seen the movie. Wings is very interesting. He has a small role in that one. Um, and the movie itself is interesting, too, because it's it's not really played as like a spoof. It's almost like played straight. Um, and and but there's no like explanations for why this tire has the ability to kill people. It's just there and it's just killing people. Um, and it it's 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 really interesting. But Wings makes it such like like this like next level thing where he's you know he's playing this older person uh sitting in a wheelchair who's kind of just like talking about what's happening um and it's he's kind of like just watching the the proceedings a bit it it's it's an interesting because it's it, it feels like a little bit more subdued wings but even when he's a subdued wings there's a lot of energy there that, that's 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 coming out in a role which i think it's you know i haven't seen a lot of his recent stuff that's probably like the most recent thing i've seen and when did that come out that probably came out like 10 years ago I think um, it did, yeah, yeah 2010 actually on the dot 10 years ago um but i i kind of feel like for his career that's a, a it's it you know when we think of actors kind of you know kind of getting you know uh, you know playing more mature roles you know, and how do you make that pivot? What's interesting about Wings is that I think even, you know, playing, you know, more subdued parts now that he's older, there's still an energy to his his acting that still comes through even in a part like that. 
Yeah, I think it's true. There, you, you do see that sort of underlying bubbling under sort of energy, and even when he is more of the subdued uh, wings. So yeah, that's true. That that is a good uh, observation. Yeah, uh, Ty, did you have any more honor, or did or, or, oh, or any I more? I am out. Of, yeah, uh, I think we got wings. nothing. I think we we have fresh out of wings. wings. You're fresh out of wings. All right. Well, then I think I think you know probably we left it on a good note in the sense oh, of good. just like you know anybody you, when you see wings on the cover or as as they, they say in, in in the UK see them on the tin. Um, <laughs> you know you just grab it. Just grab the wings. It's it's worth it. You know, don't let go. Right, don't let go. <laughs> Grab that wings and don't let go. Yeah, let those wings take you higher. Let them let those wings. Like, yeah. Oh man, we we packed in a lot of puns yeah. in this episode. Yeah. On the wings of love, guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's a song. If you end your uh, show with a song, either that or keep on fighting from Deadly Force would be a good one too. Yeah, Tony yeah. Jackson. Sony Jackson. <laughs> that would be great. Yeah, see, I don't, I, I kind of like, because with my show, it's like so stripped down before, but when I used to do the live one on Mixler that I think you guys were on a couple times for, um, there was like a soundboard that I could actually use because somebody was paying for that Mixler account. It was supposed to be like a night of podcasts. So it was like, mm-hmm. I think like Mo had a show and, and John Cross had mm-hmm. a show and, um, and, and Jamie, who's my co-host on here, she had a show as well. And so like there's supposed to be a whole night of podcasts that somebody was paying for. And That's cool. um so like I had a soundboard and I could just put in like you know throw in whatever songs I wanted to and so it made it a lot easier. Um, yeah, so I, I you know but uh, yeah on the wings of love I think that would. Be- <laughs> yeah. I think if this was our podcast we might do that or or yeah, either that it, or keep on fighting. I really like keep on fighting. I think that's yeah, a good song. It's a good song yeah. and I find that'd be the title of the episode on the wings of love. I think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, this was our podcast. You know, that's yeah. what we do. But speaking of which, maybe we can do our, our plugs. Or- yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I was just like, like I love your your titles that you have. For oh, your thanks. I know. I always keep mine simple. It's just like this episode. This movie, this episode, you know, weeks or whatever, and then put the description. But um, I might, I might just, uh, I might, I might, you know, as as an honor, you know, sort of like yeah. a, as a as a nod to you guys being on the show, I might go with uh, on the wings of love for this one. Oh, okay, <laughs> that's true. I, I, you know, if you if people were to like look at our list of episodes and just look at the titles, I think they might be entertained by that because yeah, we, we, we do have, try to give them a, a, an interesting title. We have a funny title for the Jeff Wincott one. Did you want me to say it, or you want to just wait? Yeah, go for it. It's uh, win caught or lose caught. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, our titles don't have to make sense uh, no, as long as no, it's some sort like of pun that caught. we were able to cram in there. Lose caught's um, not but, a word yet. But, right, yeah, not yet, but it will be. <laughs> oh, so wait, you want to do plugs? Okay. <laughs> um, but, uh, well, I guess all I would say is uh, check out our website is comeuppancereviews.net, as we indicated earlier. And um, our podcast is the Come Up and Reviews podcast. And I won't go through all the places where you can find the podcast because you can find it pretty much anywhere. But I think iTunes is where most people get it. So check out our um, our podcast there. And we're on Facebook under the site name. And then we're on Twitter under Ty Come Up and some Instagram is Ty Action Rocks. It's all uh, synergized over there with my uh, VHS pictures. I posted uh, Honor and Glory today. Well, that's a good one. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, you know what I noticed about that Honor and Glory cover, or the, the Honor and Glory box, was that John Miller's name wasn't mentioned. Like, there was a Yeah, I noticed him. that. Yeah, I thought he wasn't in it for a second. Like, well, I gotta tag him. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah that, that's definitely an oversight for one of America's best actors. Yes, as you guys refer to as, a, as an American treasure, which I, I <laughs> yeah, definitely... Yeah, American treasure. <laughs> yes, I love that. Sometimes a national treasure, but yeah. National, that's what it was, national treasure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I just, yeah. Um, you know, it, it's, yeah, and the other thing, too, with your podcast is, um, I have Spotify on my cable box now. And oh, that's slick technology. Yeah, and so I was looking through, you know, my, my, my Spotify, like, I guess, like, library or whatever to see, like, what albums I had saved or whatever or liked or whatever, and your podcast came up. So oh, um, I didn't even nice. remember following it on Spotify because I, I, do, I just do everything on iTunes. That's, like, my, you know, um, it's because, you know, it's just on my phone, so it's like I can just, you know, pop it up whenever. Uh, but, but, yeah, it, it, but I guess for people that use Spotify a lot, that's another way. It's another easy way to, to do it. It's just, you know, you're, you're listening yeah. to music or whatever, and you just scroll down your page, and boom, there's a, there's a new episode. You can check it out. Yeah, thank you for that. And yes, we are on Spotify, and that's pretty yeah. slick that this people on Spotify knew that you liked our podcast. Really cool. I, don't think, I must yeah. have liked it. I, yeah, I think I that's must great. have found it and just hit the heart on it, and, and that did it. You know, without you know, just kind of oh, like okay. I was, you it's know, like, just going to support the, the 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 podcast, but not really like thinking like I was going to listen on Spotify because I, you know, again, I just do it on iTunes. Um, but um, it didn't even cross my mind that yeah, and I was like, oh, there it is. I think it was your podcast. Um, I think After Movie Diner was on there, and I think um, the Smorgasbord one, the one that does like the Eric Roberts one in in, in those ones. Um, so I've got to probably add a few others um, that you know, like uh, I must break this podcast or whatever. But but yeah, it was really cool seeing. I was like, oh, look at there's the come up. You know, it's like your 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 image that you have there with the flames and all yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just really cool. I mean, I think it's really great imagery that you have there with that. Oh, thanks. Yeah, oh, thanks. Well, we tried to we're talking about synergy. We just tried to synergize it with the website. You know, it's yeah. it's pretty much the same. You know, as far as the font and everything. Yeah, you know, we just and, wanted people to know. And you know, that's the, our tagline is what this time it's a podcast. This time it's a podcast. Well, thanks yeah. for having us on your podcast. Yeah, thank you very much. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. I loved it. Yeah, just a quick, you know, for, for the DTV Connoisseur, of course, everybody, you know, we're, we're kind of everywhere um, as DTV Connoisseur or DTVC. Um, the, you know, the, the site is dtvconnoisseur.blogspot.com. Also, everybody, the, the, the novel I wrote, uh, Chad and Accounting, is available on Amazon. Um, so you can either just look up my name or, or look up Chad and Accounting. You can get it on either in paperback or, um, you know, Kindle, Kindle Unlimited. Um, there's a link on the site for that as well. Um, but, yeah, thank you guys for oh, coming you're on. You're welcome. I know. Oh, anytime. I'm anytime. Sure. Well, you'll be on soon. We'll be on your uh, podcast again. You know, not Chad Wolf in accounting. Right. <laughs> right. Not Chad Wolf in accounting. Oh, nice <laughs> yes. I don't think the character actually has a last name at all oh, he does in the it. book. Okay. Yeah, it's just he's just Chad. So um, I didn't, I, you know, I, yeah, but now that I think of it, like Wolf, boy, that, you know, that's just a good last name, you know. I, mean, you, I know. You know. Or yeah, first name in the case of Wolf Larson. Yeah. Yeah, Wolf, yeah, Wolf Larson, Chad Wolf Larson. Yeah, okay, getting into Wolf. the yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Well, well, thank you guys again for coming on. Like I said, yeah, we're, it probably won't be long before we're, we're we're collaborating again. But it's always a great time. Um, uh, I think this was a another fun conversation. Yeah, it was fun, um, a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And thank you everybody for listening. And uh, you know, we'll we'll be back soon. Bye, everyone. Bye.
Thank you.